y'all but Childish Gambino puts me in a good mood and considering how one of our podcast mates is having a rough week I'm trying to put him in a good mood how you feeling the song helped the song helped a lot it's a nice peaceful song right here never heard this oh, he, has, he has some pretty good music man I need to give him a little bit more credit on the music side did y'all know he did stand up yeah, yeah I, I did see him do that before I, I don't know like if I've was... seen like one of his stand ups I was like hold on Childish Gambino does stand up too like this dude is trying to be greedy with his talent right now he's trying to be on his Jamie Foxx shit huh. no, he actually he's not that bad as a stand up I need to I need to watch that again oh. yeah. everybody welcome back to Cinemax Savants oh. aka greatest podcast in the world we got Sean over here yes, sir. we got Ryan right next All to right. me what's happening Tommy right here yeah. now I ain't gonna lie I had a rough week yeah not like Ryan rough man but it's been a pretty rough week <laughs> <laughs> now that being said I'm alive, I'm healthy, that means I'm blessed, so I'm not going to complain too much. Ryan, you need to take my lead, man. I know I you had a rough that. week, man, but you got you to gotta look at the positives for all this for all it's worth at this point, man. You, you're still alive, you're still breathing, you got some negativity out your life, and that, that's definitely applause worthy. I forgot to get my applause on here, but that's, that's applause worthy right there. I appreciate that. And, I appreciate that a lot. And that being said, get an update. I am looking into our pricing for our, uh, Black Panther uh, yeah, night so. out for Cinemax Savants. So everybody, I'd like y'all to stay tuned if you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I am looking into booking us a theater so we can watch Black Panther as a cinema family yeah. when that comes out this weekend. So It'd be yeah, awesome. When I get the numbers finalized and everything, I'm going to go ahead and book it. And we're going to make sure we invite all our family and friends that we feel like will be worthy of watching this movie. Right. Nah, I'm trying try not to invite a bunch of kids because, you know, <laughs> nieces and nephews, they yeah. cool and everything. But I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, we need some adults. I don't need a bunch of kids in there crying mm, and whining right. in my movie theater. <laughs> like, we renting a movie theater. Right. I, don't, I don't want no kids crying in this one. Not mm-hmm. unless y'all just see Chadwick Boseman in there. You got to shed a thug here. That's about it. <laughs> you, you what you did here is two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, so, so kids are going to struggle. Yeah, that's going to be some wild. 30 minutes of previews Stay for the after credits You're looking at a three and a half hour movie going event It's hard for me to sit still that long I I understand But you're welcome to wear your daishikis and bring your moon pies And uh, (laughs) Why does that Africa (laughs) I don't know but uh, Yeah we can bring uh, Bring some uh, African music in and we come down You walking uh, down there in kente cloths We got got our sandals on The James Earl Jones lying across the chest And stuff so yeah that'll be super dope man. I can can absolutely see me doing something like that man Got like a little dead (laughs) lion on my shoulder 
looking like I'm Black Panther <laughs> cousin and shit. You don't get yeah. too many uh, moments to celebrate that, right. especially in the movie going. And I do just want to say firsthand, because uh, we're going back to our standard format today. Yeah. Yes, we are. Okay. Sean, I want you, I, you touched on a very important topic. So when we start talking about current events, I want you to share with our audience what your reaction was with the newest Black Panther trailer that came out that we were talking yeah. about. Because you're not the only one that had that reaction. Yeah, okay. So I want you to be completely oh, yeah, genuine, yeah. and I, I think there's a discussion to be had. We can get to that. And yeah. I, I, I really I can't wait for that topic to come up, because you're not the only one who's had that reaction. So please, remind if we if we... I know we go off on tangents occasionally. Oh, no. We got, we we got we a lot to catch up to do yeah, on this do. episode. We, do. we, we, we might have to rush through it because, once again, I'm old as hell. I know. I miss my nap, man. <laughs> I got my it nap. It started raining outside. Man. My knees started aching. I don't know why that is, man. All those Negro, like, yeah, like, like, sure. like, like sayings that be here, like, it's raining outside. Your knees start hurting. Man, my grandma might have been right about a lot of stuff. I should have been listening to her a lot more, man. Definitely. My dad, had, my dad said all that stuff, like, when his ears itch, somebody talking about him. Man, you yeah, heard that, man? When your hands yeah. start getting itchy, that means money coming. Somebody get coming. money coming. Yep, yep, <laughs> like, man, yep. I'm still broke, man. My hand is itchy <laughs> like a motherfucker. I don't know if you guys do this, but my dad wouldn't let us cross poles. Like, if we were going split one. Split poles? Split yeah, poles yeah, is real bad. My, family, my dad would choke oh, you. Yeah. yeah, especially because he played lottery. He'd think that's bad voodoo on him. So, uh, <laughs> I know, and I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm skeptical. Whenever I see sixes randomly, yeah, I yeah. know something's about to happen. So much that I force something bad to happen so I can control the, <laughs> yeah, the gotta, chaos that's coming in my life. I'm like, oh, sixes, that means something's about to happen. Next yeah, thing you know, bam, you somebody crash your car. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Black cats, uh, don't talk about the dead without scratching or knocking on wood or I can't, something like that. Don't you know, talk not, about the dead without knocking, knocking on, on wood. wood. Like if you what? say somebody. That's some I southern heard that, shit. Yeah. I heard, well, my yeah. family from the South. I heard yeah, that shit too. Mine too. Yeah, yeah. Don't so. open up an umbrella in the house, right. man. Oh, yeah. I know. I heard shit. that one. Yes, that never happened in my house. Yep. Yeah, very man, superstitious. Man. Yeah. We are so fucking scared. Man. <laughs> a lot of people scared. It's hard enough walking around black. Now we got to look for signs yeah. everywhere. I, I used to think it's just because he was a gambler, and that's he. That's some stuff he's just superstitious about. Well, gamblers, about. man, you know how they're, yeah. they're very superstitious. They I'm always a, got like the good luck charm when you yeah. see them playing poker and shit. I scratch. Like, I, I like to scratch my scratch ticket with the same penny if I can. If I can find, I keep one penny. You got a problem? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like it's just superstition. You know what I mean? Like if I can, I don't like. <laughs> and I never scratch it with a dime Gamble or nickel. Was, yeah, yeah, it was right. nominal. <laughs> How's that working out for you? Oh, it, it's like, it's like, right. Has that penny been paid off? <laughs> I lose that penny. I got to get another penny. Trust me. What I if you get a new penny and all of a sudden you hit it big? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you fuck around with the wrong penny. I just try to keep the same penny. I don't try to. If, if I win off of that penny, I keep that penny in a sacred place. I'd, yeah, so well, at I least can, get like an Indian nickel or something. That's got to be good luck, right there. Yeah, Time me on to something because I do want to say, Sean, you might be cursing yourself because for all you conspiracy theorists out there, are you going to say I, he's I, using a white man to, to try to win money? Brown, <laughs> I wasn't, brown got that man. damn penny. The brown, Lincoln ain't I'll, I'll, you shit. I was going. It, it hints on the brown, but yes, that is the only coin that is brown. Yeah. And if you line up a penny, a nickel, a dime, and a quarter all in a row. There's only one that's brown, and there's only one president facing the opposite way on that coin. Oh, you got your third eye open. I, 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 mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sorry. But this is uh, deeper than, yeah, deep, deep. Yeah, For sure, yeah. for sure. I just like super – my family's from the South, like talking to my dad's side especially, and there's just certain things you just don't do. Like you just don't do. Like you, uh, like you said, don't open an umbrella in the house. You don't wear your hat in like my aunt's house. You don't wear your hats. In the house, they don't like it. You know, I mean? uh, like that's, it's just, that's respectful. Yeah, yeah. There's just little certain stuff you they just take for serious, and that 
you know, I don't do necessarily. But the splitting of the pole thing, I don't like that because I feel like that's something I was always taught. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm scared of that. I try not to split any poles yeah. with friends yeah. or family. Right. Right. Cause I, it's, yeah, I'm about to say, I used to do that. I see my wife splitting the pole. I chase her around yeah. the pole. <laughs> like, like, you get your ass over here. Right. Right. What are you doing, man? And you you guys are, bad luck. You guys are definitely right, too. Because, yeah, my mom, she's from Alabama. My dad's from Pittsburgh. And it was always. My mom, who mm. was on that super sis stuff, that yeah. don't split the pole, umbrella in the house, that's from that's all my mom. My mm. dad don't give a damn about any of that. He thinks you make your own luck out here. Yeah, but my, yeah, my dad's from South South Carolina. They don't play. Yeah, There's a lot of that deep, deep, you know, superstition stuff going on down there. So he he definitely reminds you. He used to make me go all the way back around <laughs> and get to go back around the pole the right damn. way. Like, God damn it, man! He was serious too, you know. So don't walk under a ladder. You know that stuff is superstitious. People really right, take some as just common sense. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, walking under a ladder is just <laughs> you walking under a ladder, man. Like <laughs> somebody might fall on your ass. Dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened, you deserve it. At that point, evolution was going to yeah. take you out eventually. So you just speeding up the process if you had yeah. damn dumb. So yeah, no sympathy on my end. Yeah. No, aside from that, man, Ryan. We already spoke about your week. I already know where the energy is, so hopefully we pick up your spirits just a little bit, talking about movies and shows, and get you on the right path. Yeah, it helps. Sean, it helps. Sean you've been having a pretty good, good week. Good, man. Went to a wedding this weekend in Ohio. All right, you say you went to a wedding. Were you in the I wedding? I was in or? the wedding. On that. They so, didn't even tell me. Well, they told me like last minute, had me out there looking like Arsenio and, <laughs> and fucking uh, a semi and... Akeem and coming to America, but they have you me, weren't uh, like the whole flower boy. That, no, did, that new wave they had, of shit. No, they had me as That's the usher, thing. and uh, it's in the country. Oh you. man, that is a slave position. No, right I was outside. <laughs> was the, I was, was shivering and shit. I was ushering. Oh every, my god, Sean, you helping old ladies yeah. sit seats and shit. And they were like, uh, "Just could you just sit, people?" I'm like, "I guess you know, this, I'll help out." They some didn't servant have, shit. I know. Whose wedding was this, Sean? Uh, it was Lacey's one of her best friends' wedding, and she Lacey was a maid of honor. So what the hell? They got to do with you. I, they needed somebody else. They needed a black guy to be Big. outside. Of and I was kind of black. I had on a black shirt, so I didn't have my skin. So I, I don't put, know yeah. why they thought that. They wanted some ethnicity in the damn crowd. Uh, uh, yeah, light skin problems. Yeah, I, I just sat people, and it was just a country wedding. It wasn't bad, but they had the reception in a barn that they cleaned. It was actually pretty dope, but it was no heat in the barn, so everybody was freezing. All you those know? horror movies you watch? Yeah, I was. Why I was, would you show up to some shit like I that? I had to. I had to. I, I was prepared the mentally. Only black man at a barn wedding well, another, and you're still alive there was another black guy but he might have been Puerto Rican like Tommy said I don't know but uh, I couldn't tell but <laughs> it was way to hell like three hours almost in Columbus Ohio but I had already said yes to it and I was just that's what I signed up for but it wasn't bad they had good food and you know I got to watch most of the games damn and, it that's how so. I know you love Lacey to get caught up in some damn wedding uh, knowing damn well you know how many times I had to go to a wedding and that's just me going to a wedding mm-hmm. and I hate going to weddings but when I go I always feel like all right, man. I feel like you ever heard the Irish goodbye? You uh, ever done that shit uh-uh. where you see people mingling, everybody's having fun, and all of a sudden you you tell your girl like, "All right, let's duck out right now so we can avoid all this awkward conversations <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, way out of yeah. oh, congratulations and everything." I'm like, no, let's just duck mm-hmm. out while everybody's busy, so right. I can just get the hell on because I, I after some point. Weddings are just uncomfortable, they especially are. if you don't yeah. know everybody there. You just sure kind of like that oddball out. You don't know how to have a conversation with nobody. Everybody's mingling. They all know each other. And you just there just like, okay. Yeah. What and I'm supposed to do, you just follow Lacey around like a lost kid. That's shit. what I was trying to do. And But most of the time I was talking to people and they they, they act like they knew me. They was drinking. Hey, man, don't I know you? I'm like, no, I ain't never been in this part of Ohio. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, hey, don't I know him? I'm like, oh, my God. Just sit your ass down, please. You know, so. 
so finally the wedding started and once that was over when my duties were done i just went and sat down had a couple beers ate some good food and we went on back to the to the hotel and just left but it was a good time other than that i just you know what country weddings aren't bad they do yeah. know how to have a good time they, they were out there jamming, dancing yeah, they're and dancing. jamming they drink like nobody's business yeah. so you know this it wasn't bad it's so. good energy but you know after a while it's just like it's exhausting. Yeah. Going to a wedding is exhausting. It is. They don't know when to stop. They it's don't. like 2 a.m. They still partying like it's fucking New Year's. I'm like, right. nah, man. <laughs> my, my bedtime passed like right. three hours ago. I got to And get it out is of awkward when you don't know a lot of people. I only knew like three people. You know what I mean? So, I, but I'm, I'm okay in that setting. I can, I can bullshit my way through and speak my way through. You know what I mean? If I have to, I just had like, hey, I'm here now. Might as well just participate, you know? So. I thought, but I was dreading it, and I had her son with me, and we was talking. And you know, you talking to a guy, a little boy, whatever. I was like, keep it between me and you. We saying stuff. As soon as we see his mom, yeah, Sean said he won't be here. He want to watch football. I'm like, God damn it. Shut All right. your ass up. That sucks. Now you know who you can trust. I was like, hey, man, I thought we were guys. We talking, we and you having the guy talk. The dude told everything I said in the car. Yeah, Sean said he don't want to be here. And that girl outside look good. Like, uh, shut up, man. Oh, damn. <laughs> like, Sean said your dress ugly. <laughs> like, snitching on you. And it's staking here. Yeah. So, my kids don't care, boy. What an yeah. asshole. Yeah. You know how many times I said, yeah, no, no, I'm not even going to get into that because my wife listened to this podcast. I love you, baby. <laughs> I'm about to snitch on my damn self. He, he does. He really does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. good times, man. No, Sean, it goes without saying, but. I, if you and Lacey make it, I want that wedding invite. Oh, yeah. You guys live in different lives than me because I've only been to two weddings in my life. That's it? My um, older sister, my older brother. Damn, y'all don't know black love. Uh, Shit, what's going on? Y'all just ghetto married out here? I mean, uh, the, uh, the friends that I know that you guys know, mutual friends, these guys have had little private small weddings. They yeah. just go and get married. They get married at 20. Chuck E. Cheese and shit like that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Ain't nothing worse yeah. than a courthouse marriage. Right yeah, a lot of people do that. I don't know. They just like, we trying to avoid the crowds mm-hmm. and the, the pressure of putting on like a nice little evening for everybody. You got to feed people and shit. Everybody judging you based on what you got there. I mean, it's like, you know what? Let's just get married because it's all, all right. about us. I can respect that. I do too. And it's cheaper. They might pay four or five hundred bucks. That's it. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, me and my wife, we just went to a whole other country. We yeah. said, I would love fuck y'all. What other country? Destination. We went to Jamaica to get married. Nice. That's dope. That's what I want to do, but people can't afford that, though. You know? Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. That took a total my family, my family, just poor enough to understand. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you're going to. Oh, man, we can't. Oh, yeah. damn. Oh, shit. shit my bad. No yeah. passport. You ain't left the country. I know. <laughs> you domestic bitches. Yeah, Hell yeah, it, I left y'all it, here. It take months and weeks to get your passport, even when you do that, you know, unless you get it expedited, and that costs extra. You know, so yeah, oh, it was a nice, beautiful wedding, nice and sunny. I ain't have to wear a tux. I'm just wearing like fucking, like loose, like Jamaican clothes, man. I'm like, eh, like this is exactly how it's supposed to be. About me and you, like nice, intimate setting right here. And then we come back to Indiana. Then we can let y'all celebrate with us. That's, that's how, dope. That's that dope. sounds that's different. Sweet. No, we need to go back for our anniversary or something like that. I, I can't wait to leave my kids again. Oh my god, I'm getting <laughs> tired of my damn kids. Oh, but that being said, once again, it is fall season. It's finally in the hoodie season. So, yeah. Yeah, like, Ryan, I, no, you out, you in violation, man. What the fuck is your hoodie? You could at least <laughs> had a Bills hoodie. Yeah. Like, come on. I the got Bills a Bills shirt on. Shit out of Pittsburgh you Steelers. got, like, a professional yeah, jacket on right now. No, You got something to be proud of. I, the Bills. This jacket does have a hood. Does that count? 
Oh, no, no. It's got to be a pullover hoodie. It's got to be a pullover, in my yeah, opinion. Ah, yeah. oh, God. Got to have lint balls and shit on it. That's what it's got to be a rough hoodie that you had like since yeah. like high school or something yeah. like that. And it's itchy. You know, a little bit itchy. That's the one I got. It's in the closet. And you know what's a good hoodie when you see your girl wearing your shit oh, around yeah, the house? Like yeah. She's like, oh, it was just cold. I just want to wear yours because it's big and it's fluffy. Like, no. my, my wife liked to wear my damn shirts mm-hmm. to bed to the point where I'm like, I have a whole basket of clothes that simply because you warm. Wore to bed, and now I can't wear it the next day because you cause you slept in, and now I got cat hair all over my shit. <laughs> yeah. Guys got better luck than me. I got it here. Whose belt is this in your closet? This ain't my belt. That's, that's actually happening. I'll beat her ass and tell her about her business. <laughs> she has no, no say so now. So yeah, she doesn't need to worry about that. Wasn't the same girl, but yeah, no, uh, okay. she she doesn't have same. Oh yeah, she <laughs> doesn't have same. Huh. now. We got a lot of catching up to do, man. Right. We did a, a lot of catching. We up had some great episodes in the past. That special last episode, episode was fun. I listened to that. I had a good time. That, that, was, that was a good episode, yeah. Sean. I got to ask one question. You based your list off what movie scared you the most initially? Because within the past two months, I'm sorry, I have rewatched the original Child's Play trilogy. You watched the trilogy for real? I did, and for reasons maybe we'll get into down the line there's a reason why i did watch that but are you re- horror man yourself child's play the original is the top five for you now i understand I, well i tell you I, still, you missed why the, what the reason was I I really had, to, yeah I, a lot of a lot of movies just have like backstory to it yeah. as to why i triggered us I'm same right. way i feel I, about uh, <laughs> uh nightmare on elm street mm-hmm. uh, true but um as you if you saw it at my age when I saw it, when I wasn't supposed to be. How old were you when you first saw like it? Like five or six. Way like, too young. Yeah. Way too young. And I had a My Buddy doll, which was just what, what, what they based Chucky on was those little. Now that's just wrong. Those you should dolls. Not have that in the house I had, I, he, uh, his name was Corky. Chucky was Chucky. It was kind of similar. And my brother. You named him Corky? I, I, his name came like that. He had a tape with him, and you could watch the what? tape just like the good guy doll. Sounds like what? a Teddy Ruxpin. It, it was like Teddy Ruxpin, but he had a tape, and he would have a little treehouse tape, and I would just be dancing and stuff with him, and he'd be doing moves oh, and so stuff. So you got like a knockoff. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 So whoa, it was whoa, just, whoa. I, I could pull it up. I can't remember if it was like a, a My Buddy doll or something like that. And um, my little brother, of course, was in, I'm 10 years, 12 years, 11 years older than him. And so, of course, I didn't have a little brother. And so that traumatized me because my older brother kept saying, he kept comparing Chucky to my doll. You know what I mean? I like, understand. So that traumatized he me. Scared the, Chucky scared the living shit out of me yeah, as a kid. So, I understand. So I took that with me for a long time. You can ask my brother the next time you see him. He'll tell you, like, it, it messed me up because I literally thought my doll was trying to kill me. You know what I mean? Like, it messed it, it played mind tricks on I, I, I played mind tricks on myself. But with him teasing me, my dad had to threaten him, like, don't tease him no more. He is really going through it. I remember I threw up the first time I seen it. Oh, my God. Because I thought he was the same thing. I was like, what the hell? I'm too young to be watching horror. And that's probably why I like horror movies so much because they never kept me from watching it. We all yeah. have family night, and we all watch every damn thing. You know what I mean? So, nice. And if it wasn't nudity, I could watch it. You know, nudity, they'd be like, all right, that's about enough. You can't see that. So but blood splatter and all that, they let you go? all that. Damn. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jason, we watched all that. Especially when my brother was babysitting me, and my parents worked. 
it was just me and him, shit, he'd put on anything and he'd have friends over and we all be watching and I'm trying to act cool like I'm not scared, I'm petrified, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> goddamn, woo, this is funny, huh, guys? I'm scared, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, so the backstory uh, works. The backstory works. I, I, I completely understand. Yeah. I do, I do. Yeah, I do. if you had one at that time, you would have you been scared because he was just like him. So, And I'm actually in the middle of like going through like a horror week with my family. I saw you watch The Exorcist. How did they take that? Uh, you need to, they, need to they, go to church. They uh, at first they just thought it was like a fucking joke. Just like, dude, this ain't even scary. But as soon as like that girl started getting possessed, yeah. she's like, I was like, all right, they understand like exactly what's going on. They know exactly what's going on. <laughs> Did you see the flash? Before, I need to. Before, yeah, there was a. Yeah, I remember one of y'all brought it up, but it was like a scene where he was having like a little. Um, where he was like coming off a subway or something like that, and he saw his mom. Then he was like running towards, and I saw like a flash of like a. A face or something like that. And I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, there's a couple of them, and one of them is um, with uh, the mother walking through the kitchen in her house. A quick flash of one of the scary. I must have missed that, but I definitely saw frame. the one where he was like running towards his mom when she was going down the subway or something like that. And I saw like a little, like a demon face flash or whatever. It happened Ooh. really quick. And I was like, "Yeah." What the there's hell three. Was that? There's three big ones in that movie. I'll let y'all find out the third one for yourself. But you caught one of them. There's one she's walking through the kitchen, and there's another one. Yeah, that that movie is. On a whole different level of horrifying. Yeah. I look at it differently now that I'm adult. I, I'm, I'm a little bit more calm about it, but it mm. does still kind of freak me out. Watching that one, Nightmare on Elm Street. It, it it used to have that when I was a kid, but now it's just like you know what? I'm just going to pass this trauma on to my kids. I'm going to let them do all that <laughs> shit. Because watching it now, it a lot of it does seem goofy and out of place. It's like, man, I cannot believe this movie did all this to me as a kid. Now, of course, my kids looking at it, they're like, man, Dad, you was kind of pussy. I'm like, this, is, this ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. Because the scary movies they have right now, you know, they step up like the CGI and all that stuff. It looks completely different. So when they looked at that now, they were laughing at me. It was like, damn, this scared you, Daddy? I mean, the, like, the 80s and 90s, the early 80s and early 90s and some 2000 horror movies were king. You know, those yeah. were, we had the peak of horror movies as our growing up, you know, for True me, that. like especially in the eighties, but Exorcist, whew, that was rough, man. I don't know if I could watch that. I might you, try just to get back and see what you guys are talking and about. And you know but. what I need? I need a better sound system. Okay. I, the sound system playing in the theaters like that, man, they it kind of plays into the jump scares that kind of go into oh, it when okay. Freddy starts popping up out of nowhere and gently hanging in the bush or something like that. It was just kind of like, all right, man, they 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 not fully understand the context. I know I look dumb being scared of this movie, but watching it the time that it came in. It, it does kind of scare you, and it did traumatize me. Watching Johnny Depp, they did freak out at that part. When he saw Johnny Depp, like, get sucked into the bed oh, and the blood, and blood just shot up to the ceiling. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, damn. I was like, all right, that's what I was talking about, because now y'all understand <laughs> Yeah, Now y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all calling my movie pussy, but this movie can, can do some stuff to you, son. Did, uh, and You know, in the exorcism with the, with the uh, father, what he was going through, there was some deeper stuff than just the possessions going on. He had to worry about him, what he, what he, what he was going through on the side uh, note. So That was I, one of the yeah. better interpretations of pure evil, yeah. working on the human soul right. that I've ever seen in a movie for sure. Because, yeah, whatever was possessing that girl was the devil or the demon, that evil entity knew how to get to your good part of your soul. Right. Knew that, exactly that, what to say. Your mother sucks cock in hell. Like, oh, my God. I'm whooping your ass. You know I what know. I mean? I was watching. I was like, oh, damn. I forgot, man. My kid's right here. She's yeah. doing some stuff with the crucifix. You know what I mean? Like, that really freaked me out. She's in I'm there. I'm telling you, yeah. the sound design on that movie is one of the best I've ever heard. Because my first time seeing that is during that 1997 re-release in the theaters. And that was right when uh, DTS started making an impact. I know Dolby Digital gets all the hype, 
But I can't, I, I promise you, especially during that DVD age, the DTS sound is king. If if you have a choice on your Blu-ray or DVD to watch DTS or even Dolby Digital Atmos, choose DTS. The clarity of that is insane. I implore you, Tommy. Right. The Exorcist with surround sound. I got surround sound. But I'm a, I got to watch it with. I'll let, I'll let Lacey come over and watch it with me because I don't Man, think she's seen it. Put, <laughs> I can't watch it by myself. I'll watch it tonight. I ain't, I going ain't to mad work. at you, Sean. I can't watch that movie by myself. Uh, yeah, either. That movie is really scary for me. Yeah. So. Oh, well, damn it. I'm, I'm a man than y'all. I watch it with my family like I'm having a good old yeah, time. Yeah, but it's for a couple of y'all. Y'all can lean on each other. I, yeah. I, you know what I think it is? I think because Hereditary kind of like burned my like senses on like what really scares me now because Hereditary, they just went. Exorcist route and just went over the top with me. That just really freaked me out more than I thought the Exorcist did. Hereditary was on another level for me as far as freaking me out. I was shocked by that. It was scary, but it, Exorcist took it a little bit too far for me. Especially if, like I said, it's dealing with religion, and I don't know, not to say Hereditary doesn't, Hereditary doesn't, but dealing with that type of my dad. I remember, I remember we tried to watch it one time with my dad when we was younger, and he was like, "Don't even put that on in this house." I was like, oh, "Damn!" I'm like, "Okay," you know. I was like, "I don't even want to." I don't even want that on in here. You know what I mean? Like, and he usually would fall asleep during a horror movie. He'd let us watch it with the Exorcist. No, he wouldn't let us watch that. So Yeah, I, I pussied out the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my family gave me the same warning. He's like, yeah. you cannot watch this by yourself. Yeah. I put that VHS tape in, and I turned it off. I was way too young. I was like, I can't. No, it's Winnie the Pooh time. Yeah. <laughs> you have to heave <laughs> certain warnings in life. I, 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 and I didn't. I ended up watching it like a dummy, and I paid for it, so... I understand. Uh, hit me. All right. Now let's 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 get back in the flow of everything. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to our standard ovation. Uh, yeah. All right. If I take lead on this one, yeah. Just so I can set the tone for what's coming up in this week, I am going to give my standard ovation this week to the legend Jamie Lee Curtis. Ooh! Wow. Now, one before you go, Tommy, I, I have to find it, but there's a picture of her. She was like 17 or 18. Man, she was bad. It was like kind of like so a, it fine. was bad. She still is. For She's a still lady, pretty but, nice. Yeah, I, I just have, I have to send it to you guys if I see it. But man, I didn't even know it was her. I was thinking it was like a newer girl. Like who's this? She is gorgeous. Until I could t- I could tell by the hair, I'm like this got to be old. And then I saw it was Jamie Lee Curtis at 17. Like oh my god. Ooh. I know she was she was something to behold. She was. It was. No, like, everybody talking about like trading places, like seeing her in there, man, like showing like some some chesticles. Like no, she no, did. no, yeah. No, for me. I, what, was, what was that damn movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger where she was doing like the True Lies? True, True Lies. When I saw her, I was like, God damn! Oh, <laughs> oh, I had to put my sweatpants on. <laughs> like, oh. And people would say her mom was finer than her. So her I mom, said that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen photos of her mom. I gotta look. Psycho, that up. Uh, Psycho Lady, the original Psycho. That's her mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Janet Lay. What's her name? Janet Lee. Yeah, Janet Lee. Janet Lee. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. She okay. was even a bigger. She's probably a better actress now. I don't know. No, I won't say she that, didn't have the same career. She, she didn't have the chances Jamie Lee Curtis had. But my mom loved her, you know. So she was. If you ask my mom, my mom says she's better than Jamie Lee Curtis. But she, I don't know. They both look. They both fine. I'll just say that. So. All right, man. She good comes genes from good in that family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, don't, I, I really don't have to go into much with Jamie Lee Curtis. Y'all, y'all should know her resume by now. Famous for the Halloween series, and apparently she's going to finally end it. 
on this last one oh, this man. coming weekend, yeah. which is be in your theaters. Finally, the movie theaters have something to be excited about because I feel like they went through what, like a dull period for like like six, seven weeks right. now. So if y'all didn't watch Top Gun for the fifth time, y'all finally have something new to go out and get excited for. If you don't want to watch it on Peacock, which I am, unfortunately, I feel like I need to go out there and support the theaters more, but quite frankly, I don't want to go out there unless I can just watch it in my home with my kids and save me a little bit of money, all right? Christmas season is coming up. I need to start saving for my expensive ass kids and their high, their high end. Hey, you got one kind of forever coming up. <laughs> yeah, you got a theater event. Oh, like, so you got, we got to save that money. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, got, I got, I got to save a little bit of money because you know my wife's birthday's coming up, Christmas coming up, mom's birthday's coming up. Man, this is like a trifecta of like, ah, uh, my pockets are going to be inside out like the Monopoly. Man, when you just, you, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of them kind of seasons. Like, man, like I ain't broke, but good God Almighty, man, I, I don't like it when my my account goes past a certain point of like, oh man. I got to buy this. I got to buy that. I got nieces and nephews. And you really start picking and choosing like who you love and your family when you try to buy a Christmas present. It's Real like, talk. He's like, no, nah, you getting a card because I, I, <laughs> like, I kind of like you. You cool. Like you, I got to get you a gift. I got to get you something. And not only just a gift, you got to get it like a personal gift, man. But don't let me get sidetracked on my, my woes on how I got a Christmas shop. Point is, Jamie Lee Curtis is a legend out here in these streets. She's finally going to end her famous series. Halloween ends comes out on Peacock this weekend. Hopefully everybody has a chance to watch it. And I'm expecting some great things because I thought uh Halloween Kills was good, but I just hated the ending on how he I don't know why they gave you that John Wick ending of all of a sudden like he takes like the super <laughs> pill and all of a sudden he just becomes stronger than ever. Yeah. Like like turn into incredible Hulk and now all of a sudden not even you know, bullets and chairs, knives, everything they threw at him to try to beat him up in the street, they just completely messed it all up. So hopefully they end this on a good note. Hopefully Jamie Lee Curtis gets a good send off in this series because I think she's earned it because she survived damn near everything when it comes to this damn series. They're so. pretty much synonymous. Him, him and my her and Michael Myers you can put together. You know, you think of one, you think of the other. For me, yeah. I know she wasn't in all of them. Of course, she did other things, but uh, and I think Halloween, I definitely is both of them. You know, so for sure, yeah. I know it, it. It'll be weird if they ever put out another one. And she's not in. Almost yeah. like how was coming up with a uh, scream. They say Nev Campbell's not going to be in the next one, which is really fucking weird. Wow. All because of money issues. So yeah, do you take like the the star power out of a movie? It's like, what are you banking on? Like, what, what are you gonna what are you gonna do now? You gonna try to revamp this whole series? God, I hope they don't. Because it's coming. They're gonna be making. No, because you know Rob Zombie tried that. It wasn't bad, but good God Almighty, he just went a whole nother level of like creepy on his shit. They need to keep it as with the company they got now. I think they're doing pretty good. I watched the second one, the, the most recent one uh, last Halloween night. Kills. Last night, I need to on, rewatch. It's it on again. HBO Max. Cause I almost went to Exorcist. I was like, "Where's Tommy watching Exorcist?" And I looked on HBO Max, and it's on there. I'm like, "Nope." I went right back to Halloween <laughs> Kills. I'm like, fuck that. And it's just it's fun. It's got some humor in it. And it, well, like what you said at the end with him turning, you know, superhuman at the oh, he's already superhuman, supernatural. But him going John Wick mode at the end, and he just started grabbing the knife and stabbing people back with yeah. their own knife. And I was enjoying the hell out of that. I like that, but they could have killed. They come on, man, just kill him and get over it. But yeah, I said ninety five percent of that movie was fucking fire. Yeah, the end just is really made me roll my eyes. <laughs> See, it was the the hospital sequence. Evil dies tonight. Yeah, that's stupid. I that, know that was the whole theme of that, like the promo coming out. They did like all the characters that are coming back from like the survivors that actually made it from all the yeah. other Halloween movies this, in this a, one. It's like what you always say, Tommy. It was a means to the end. They took a lot of them out. You know, I mean, a lot of Michael Myers just got into them real quick. Like the lady that was driving Doctor Loomis in the 
the nurse, she was driving with Dr. Loomis in the original uh-huh. one, and she got it real bad. You know, the Tommy Doyle got it real, real bad at talking shit the entire movie. You know what I mean? He's the leader of the evil dies tonight. He got his ass whooped bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, so the it daughter got it. Very satisfying. Yeah, very satisfying. Yeah, yeah, so. And that's, you got to put stuff in context because they were trying to hammer home about the mob justice side of things. Which it probably won't hit home twenty years from now. Whatever. Oh, you trying to say they gave us a sledgehammer? A little bit. They did over the head, way too hard and way too big of a hammer because there was a, a lot of uh, mob mentality either on this side or, the, or that side when this movie came out. And I really think if you ever want to see what Amer- what the the context of America, either the politics or just what the popular mindset is, look at the James Bond series. More than anything, all those James Bond villains for the entire franchise are based on what's going on in the United States and the world at that time. And that goes back from the China fears going into the early 2000s with the Pierce Bronsons, with the Mexican cartels when they cast uh, Timothy Dalton in those two underrated James Bond movies, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, even with uh, the space craze with Roger Moore and Moonraker. And uh, but. Yeah, I am I was very hesitant on this new Halloween series. I am shocked that I've enjoyed these first two movies oh, yeah, once they yeah, did. Yeah. And even before the first one came out, they even said this is going to be a trilogy. Uh, they pretty much announced the press. So I didn't think Michael Myers was going to die in that sequel. Because I, I, they already announced it as a trilogy. It would be stupid to even make us think that he's dead. When you, before the first one came out, you said... There's a new trilogy coming out. So whether these movies bomb or not, we've invested in three movies. So I was okay with it. It was just that whole mob mentality thing during that Trump-Hillary Clinton debate when that yeah, when came out. Yeah. It it, it kind of struck foul to me. But, yeah, uh, Jim Lee Curtis fucking rocks. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm loving this standing ovation so far. Yeah, man. Let's that's, that's give her applause, man, because we do not want to undersell anything that she's been doing in these cinema streets. So thank you, Jamie Lee Curtis, legend out here, great damn franchise. Can't wait to see how they end it for you. So hopefully they do not screw this up and they don't make her look stupid out here. So they're two for two for me. They are. They're good. They're good. I I just I think they're just over running their welcome. Maybe you know I think a little people people kind of tired of. And I said it to my mom. She's like again. I was like yeah, mom. Another Halloween. Yeah, I told you, man. The pump fake is still the best move in sports. Yeah. Like as soon as you think he did, it's like nope. Psych. Coming back for one more. <laughs> they did Halloween kills. Like, uh-huh. oh, evil dies tonight. And the next mm-hmm. thing you know, at the end, it's like, nope, psych. Yeah. <laughs> we got you again. Right. So, yeah, I think she actually did an interview where she just pretty much said, hey, this is the last one for me. I'm not going to be in any more. I'm like, you damn right, man, because you've been She's outliving old, every damn thing since yeah. this damn thing been going on. You've been stabbed. You've been burned. You've been kicked around. You've been thrown downstairs, man. I think you sprained your ankle. There's no reason why you should still be <laughs> in stabbed her in the stomach. Hey, She's going to die of old yeah, age. Yeah. Like, I mean, shit. Yeah. So. That was my biggest. Besides Evil Dies Night, she got shortchanged in this new trilogy sequel, that uh, the one that came out before this new one. Having her in a hospital bed from the majority of the movie, that was my uh, one. My yeah, I hated that gripe. one. Yeah, the last she, one that came out. Yeah, she was so freaking awesome in, in the original in the, uh, the the first new, one that the they came out the this, revamp. I exactly. Guess, yeah. yeah, she was awesome in that. I actually liked that big showdown they had in that in that last one. But yeah, that sequel they made to that where they kept her in a hospital bed with the cop right next to her the whole movie. 
that that was a that was a big negative for me. But I still like that. That was a positive. That was that would get a positive review from me. I've enjoyed this new trilogy so far. I hope they stick the landing. What comes out what tomorrow night? Uh, Peacock. I'm not gonna yeah. be able to see that or Friday probably until yeah. Monday or yeah. Tuesday. Crap. Yeah, I'm gonna get Peacock because my mom has it. And she was like, "Hey, you could just we share a couple uh, streaming devices, so uh, I'll just use her uh, password, I guess." So. I don't know how to go to theater and see it. Oh, I'm yeah, looking forward I, to it. I got my Peacock account. I just got that just so I can watch Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> I just buy, I just buy a streaming show. service, man, just to watch certain yeah. things. I'll do all that just for one damn show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I man, I need to cut back on that. They're going to get Christmas presents from me. Yeah, I, I got to make a business decision, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about this. Like, yeah. man, do I want Wakanda forever or do I really want to watch Netflix? Oh, yeah. Like, no, Netflix, kiss my ass. Y'all ain't giving me nothing for another year. So, yeah, I need to cut back on y'all. But uh, all right, who, who wants to go next on a sand um, ovation? You want to go, Ryan, or you want me to go? Uh, you can go, Sean. Okay. You can go. All right, I got one, and you just mentioned his name. Yeah, he was part of the the heavy metal band White Zombie. I'm going with Rob Zombie, and not not, not for Halloween, even though he didn't. It, those weren't bad. The remakes of Halloween's that he did, it kind of focused on Michael Myers as a kid and stuff, was a little bit of different. But it, I, it was it, it wasn't, wasn't bad. bad. I still yeah. thought it was good, but it was like, damn! Like the his mind is like he's totally sick. weird. He's super sick when he's, and, and yeah, I'm sure you're gonna mention his other movies. But yeah. I'm first, first said Halloween. Movie. Have you seen like the director's cut of that thing? Yeah, I have the director's cut at home. It's Holy really shit. good. Yeah, he got like a rape scene. The, the second one when it's a it's um my bad. It's the second one that he made where he Michael Myers stabs this lady in on the stairs like like a black nurse. Yes, yeah, the actress from Ma. That's Ma. Yeah, oh that's yeah, that's Octavia Ma? Spencer. That's her. Octavia yep. Spencer. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't so know I that. He had, like, yeah, Danny that Tra- I remember he had Danny Trejo in the first. Yeah, one. he was like the yeah. janitor or something like that. He stabbed Ma a thousand three hundred oh, yeah. times. Like I was like, what is going on? So I, yeah, it was very very gruesome. But I did I did enjoy a little bit of that. I would watching. I was watching because I just loved Halloween so much. It was just a different take on Michael Myers. You know what her um on how he saw it. You know, have him a little boy, and he, you know, he went crazy. He had a uh, his mom was crazy, and so some people was like, ah, it's probably not how it went down. You know, his mom actually the mom is Rob Zombie's wife, and I was going to talk about she, she's in all I his did, yeah, movies. I yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, and she's in the Devil's Rejects, uh, which I was getting ready to talk about because I do like the Devil's Rejects. That's a good movie. Yeah, I like the Devil's Rejects. So um, yeah, I, I like some of his stuff he does. Um, a, th- a House of Thousand Corpses that wasn't my favorite. I watched bits and pieces of that yeah. House of um, House of Thousand Corpse, but uh, both the Halloweens and um, the Devil's Rejects, and there's another one from Hell. Have you seen the that's, Three from Hell? That's, yeah, Three from Hell yeah. is re- probably I, I, my second favorite. Yeah, after I, Devil's Rejects. Yeah, I, Three I, from Hell is really good. And then you, what you like the Halloween? Did you like? I liked I, I Halloween one and two, which you made. Yeah, they were okay. I I was a little bit disappointed with Halloween, but. Honestly, until it started going into the supernatural aspect, I thought Halloween 2 was one of the best horror movies ever, ever made. Until it start, we start seeing the white horse and, yeah, the, and all that, that crap. Of, I really hand. thought his Halloween 2 was one of the best horror movies I have ever seen for the first hour. And it just went off the rails in the second half. But the man has talent. I'm, he does. I, I, 
So, have you seen his new Monsters movie? I haven't seen the Monsters movie. I, I just about to talk about that. That just came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, I want to yep. watch that because I, I do enjoy some of his stuff. Mostly the Devil's Rejects. The Halloweens were just okay for me. And then the House of the Thousand Corpses, I think that was really, really popular uh, growing up. I remember that came out like right when we were in high school, I believe. Like maybe our last year of high school. But I remember people like, have you seen the House of the Thousand Corpses? Rob Zombie made this zombie movie and it's just nasty and deadly and it's scary. And it, wasn't, it just didn't do all that for me. But... I really like the Three from Hell and uh, the Devil's Rejects. I like that Captain Spaulding, even though he passed away, um, I think maybe about two or three yeah, years ago. Yeah, he passed away like two yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I thought those were creepy as hell. Especially, like I said, his wife plays in some of his movies, and she's always a fucking crazy ass. One of the few ass. females I think of whoop my ass. Yeah, at. she's crazy as hell. Like, those Devil Rejects people were just dirty and insane like the, all three of them you know what i mean and then they, but they, you, i found myself rooting for them like what the hell am i doing i'm rooting for these motherfuckers and they're the evil ones in the movie you know so that three from hell i remember i watched that with my mom we sitting here rooting for them you know what i mean and they're doing all this treacherous shit yeah. you know so yeah. and, they, and then they kind of and the devil's rejects they kind of went out like the bonnie and clyde they got all shot up at the end so what yeah that couldn't have been the same movie it wasn't like a uh uh, a sequel or anything like that was it? I think it was just two separate entities, right? Because they got it killed wasn't a him. direct sequel, but yeah, they they had the same. The dad from that was re- the, the Captain from, Spaulding dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, from House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, he carried on to Three from Hell and oh, oh okay, okay. Because I, I yeah, remember like them getting the tore group. up at the end of, after they killed that cop that was always chasing him around, who's in Mad B movies. You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember his name, but I don't know that. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's I can't, I can't think remember. Yeah, it. but. I, Rob Zombie, I think he does a good job on some of the uh, Halloween type and horror type movies that he makes. He's fit for it. He's he's a zombie himself. I think he's got the name. He's creepy looking, but he's been. He, I think he makes some good movies uh, so far. I, not a lot of. He doesn't have a whole lot in his category uh, catalog, but um, I'm sure he's been a part of a couple other things. I've just probably not mentioned him, but I do enjoy. I did enjoy the Devil's Rejects and the Halloween, uh, his version of Halloween. So I just thought about that because I saw that on HBO Max. I think it's on HBO Max or Hulu, Hulu, and they got his versions on Hulu. So I was like, ah man, they got all these Halloweens, and uh, his were just different. They focused on Michael Myers growing up. Instead of just, you know, we see him as an 18-year-old finally start killing. But they try to show that his living situations wasn't great. And that kind of contributes to what he became. So, uh, yeah, for tonight, for tonight man, I'm going to go with Rob Zombie. Stick it with the Halloween theme, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy some of his movies. So. All right, well, standing ovation for the, the great Rob Zombie yeah, right He's there, only 57, they? too. I didn't know that. I thought he was older than that. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen... The uh, House of a Thousand Corpses because I heard so much bad, not bad stuff, but I heard like it's really like <sighs> you got to have a strong stomach to yeah, watch some stuff nasty, like that. And I, quite frankly, I, I, like I don't it. have I that like kind it. of stomach. I wasn't crazy for it about it. Now I did like the Devil's Rejects. I like those. Yeah. So okay, I'm glad yeah. we're in agreement for that because oh, I, I was them. shocked that I liked the Devil's Rejects Me too. because yeah. the House of a Thousand Corpses came out before the YouTube era of the trailers, seeing movie trailers on YouTube before the theater. So that was one of the uh, movies that I spent an hour downloading to watch the trailer just because I was excited just to see somebody in the music industry take a delve. And I never really listened to Rob. My biggest exposure to Rob Zombie is Neo going to the club in the original Matrix. When he says, follow the white rabbit. Burn all your... And they go to the club. Burn. Nah, nah, nah. That's, I, just, I just knew Rob Zombie. And I, that video used to play yeah. on... 
That was on MTV. Twisted Metal video games. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, right. One of my favorite video oh, games of all what? time. I oh. love Twisted Metal. Oh, yeah, especially Twisted Metal 2. Me and Russell used to play that all night. We would do the tandem where you could have the split screen. Yeah, oh, and yeah. And we would play it all night. And we couldn't beat it. When we went to Blockbuster, we found the God Mode code. And then we was beating it so easy, we finally got tired of it. But I love Twisted Metal. Who yeah. did you play with on Twisted Me, Metal? Me, I played with Warhawk. Uh, or, which, which vehicle uh, he was, was he? He had like a little mini tank. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Because he had like different missiles that he was shooting. I like that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then Russell would play with Axel. Which uh, one was that? He had the tires. It was a the man. black guy yeah, with the with tires. tires. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, I played with the pink Cadillac guy. Oh, Thumper. Thumper, yeah, Thumper, yeah. yeah just because yeah. I, I knew that the controls for the freeze mode, so I could just freeze you and yeah, shoot some missiles Yeah, at you. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Thumper. There was a couple of them I can't remember. I remember Sweet Tooth, but he was a bad guy. Yes. And then it was Dark Tooth. It was a fucking minion. That, yeah, uh, yeah. Axel? That was a hard Axel, game. Yeah, Axel. That was the Wonder Wheel. Yeah, that one that with the guy. Yeah, yep. yeah. that's what I call him because yeah, I remember yeah. that from uh, the toy with Richard Pryor. I just call right. him Wonder Wheel. Though, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember none of that. That was pixelated too. glory right there. That, oh, that pixelated a, game gave you, me. You hear somebody die and go, oh, like that scream that you always. It's kind of like that. <laughs> the Wilhelm scream. Yes. Yeah, when they would die, they would kind of make a similar noise. But uh, uh, love Twisted Metal. Those were the that, PlayStation early PlayStation games. Oh yeah, so. that was that was a lot of fun to be yeah, at. Yeah. So yeah, he they did have that song in there. So. Good deal, good deal. Let me let me do, do my All right, Ryan. Um, what you got for us? Do it real quick. Um, one of my most anticipated movies for 2023 is from a first time filmmaker who made his claim to fame doing reviews for movies on YouTube. Um, I'm sure when I say the name, you guys have at least seen one of his videos on YouTube. My standing ovation. For this week is a YouTuber by the name of Chris Stuckman. He does movie reviews on YouTube. He's notorious for having a big old shelf of DVDs. I like him. He got him. a tattoo on his arm with a yeah. Fox. He's got yeah. a full sleeve on red his arm. beard. I like. Yeah. I listen to him all the time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very happy to hear that, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah he I don't know if I've ever heard of him before. Chris Stuckman, Tommy. Yeah. He's got a bunch of DVDs in the back. A Terminator sculpture and all that stuff, and he—I he, bet if I saw him, he'll probably—he he just gives oh, yeah. his reviews on movies. Yeah, yeah, he's been a YouTuber for uh, ten years, and me watching a lot of YouTube movie channels, he's actually the cause of envy for a lot of people because they think he's cheating the system that he has two million subscribers and they don't. But the guy actually does really good work. He's just put out a lot of content for over a decade. He got on YouTube when it first came online. And you can tell he's just a genuine guy who loves movies. And, uh, yeah, his film criticism is pretty on point. And, uh, yeah, every October he does, like, a Halloween special. So he kind of sits a couple times a week. He puts out just his favorite horror movies. He's been doing it for the past couple Mm -hmm. years. Uh, Chris Stuckman on YouTube, somebody that uh, you should definitely subscribe to if you're a movie lover. Oh yeah, I am already. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah. He, he's awesome. He's yeah. awesome. Um, he's one of the bigger success stories just on the independent side because, yeah, even before he had a movie himself in production that he was right director of, he always had a love for filmmaking and he pretty much expressed that through a lot of his videos that he has on there. Uh, he is, if you guys have ever heard of Kickstarter or GoFundMe campaigns. He's actually uh, one of the more bigger success stories. He, for a six to three month period, he put out a Kickstarter on YouTube and he was trying to raise $500,000 so he could get a movie in a production that he wrote and directed. 
His goal was $500,000, and he even said that uh, if I can get, reach that $500,000 milestone, I can get a name actor that you guys have seen in movies, and I think they'll make the movie a lot better, and we can actually shoot on locations that'll make the movie have a little more credibility. Uh, six months later, after, uh, let me see here, 14,720 people raised over a million dollars. He reached that. And he doubled what he was shooting for. So 2023, we're getting the movie debut from one of the biggest YouTubers out there, Chris Stuckman. It's called Shelby Oaks. And he even posts behind-the-scenes content behind the fil filming of this movie. And I'm really excited about watching it. Um, it goes in line with what we do here on Cinemax Avants, yeah. which is uh, praising our love for the film medium. And talking about stuff that why movies that made us fall in love with movies, and um, he's one of the better people that have that are in that industry. Uh, he puts out good content on YouTube, and uh, he's uh, somebody who really is on the verge of fulfilling his dream of actually getting a movie made, and he did it the independent route, and uh, through his own fan base got a movie made, and it's pretty inspiring to see. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he's capable of doing with the budget that he needs to make something truly good. And he has a lot of good content for film lovers in general. So uh, if you're looking for good movie recommendations or need some, um, just maybe some recommendations for movies you've never heard of, Chris Stuckman is a page to subscribe to if you're a movie lover. Uh, I'm rooting for you. I hope you knock it out the park with your director debut and uh i really think any film fan would do themselves a favor by checking out some of his content chris stuckman stand ovation for you this week for me sir all right, right. we're coming with it this week man see yeah. what happened man we take like a few <laughs> weeks off man we get to refresh the brain all of a sudden we Watch can start what he... giving our glory and praise yeah. to these people that deserve it for yeah. sure he did a hereditary one where he talked about hereditary. He's, all he right, that's to, a stop it right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. If, if you ever get a chance to watch what he says about that, he loved it, you know. So yeah. Well, he, of course he loved it, but yeah. God, every time I hear hereditary, right. man, it just sends a I'm chill down you, my that, spine or oh, something. Oh, such a sad, disturbing movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. It is. yeah. Oh, man. All right, man, but once again, hereditary. Can y'all call it a classic? Y'all think it's deserves it's to be classic, like that classic? Yeah. It's in the horror. Not just right? like a horror classic, but like as a movie itself. I'm going to say, Y'all think yeah. it deserves that praise? Yeah. It's just such a downer, so it's yeah. it's it, it's a classic, but it's not some movie that I can revisit a lot just because it makes me so sad because there's horrible things happening to good people yeah. throughout that movie. Like we were just talking about The Exorcist, it scares the living crap out of me. But at the end of the day, you, there's really three people where the, the terrible stuff happens to. The hereditary, it's just building up it, that. And to a certain extent, hereditary, yeah, really, it's only three people in that. But there's more forces than just one bad entity. There's a whole cult working against the family. Right. They had their hands on them for a long time. They're for just sure. Working their way down. Yeah, it's, it's so sad to me yeah, watching yeah. that. So, and it is, it is a downer. It's the big whole, downer. The whole movie is just a downer. <laughs> we the house always looks dark and gloomy way out there in the Utah or wherever the hell they're at. It just looks dark. So, 
Yeah, yeah. when a certain character got set on fire. For oh, me. just for being a good dad. I, yeah, I, yeah. I told you, man. The dad is always an innocent bystander, yeah. man. Why he gotta be collateral damage and all this? Oh, man? That, he just want to have a, a nice dinner, family yeah, dinner. Yeah. Man, he's the only one keeping that family together. I'm telling you, man, it sucks to be in a dad, man. Right. We could get no respect. You had the ba- the boys back for the most majority of the movie. It was like, hey, you know, it's not his fault. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and let you, you know, t- get my son killed and terrorized and, you know, terrorized in school. And he had us, even when they were eating dinner, she was yelling at him. He, ha- he had his sons back, you know. But yeah. he he did try to keep them together and it mm-hmm. just. It just didn't work out. So. He might have died the worst death out of all. Oh, my God. So <sighs> He had finally was at his wit's end at that point. All right, I'm going to get you in a hospital. You got to go to a crazy house at this point. I don't blame him. She making sculptures of the deaf. And she's like, why the hell are you doing that? I know. Oh, yeah. I thought that was probably like, the yeah. most fucked up thing about that movie, yeah. considering all that happened in that. I was like, Dumbass. why did you make a little, like a little, <laughs> like, like a little mini, like tribute to the, exactly. the death? Exactly. Why would you want to keep reliving he, that? He disgraced her real bad for that. Like, you stupid ass. Why would you do that? Like. Dumb. There was powers that they couldn't comprehend. No, she didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They were taking their toll. That's what makes it so disturbing. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's move on from that, man, because I can't, I can't talk about hereditary. So much. <laughs> the next thing you know, I'm going to have a scary dream tonight, man. I'm going to be able to go to sleep. I'm going to be sitting in the downstairs chair, rocking and rolling, just like I can't go to sleep tonight, man. Yeah. Like I got to keep my eyes open. Otherwise, the devil's going to get me. <laughs> Your wife <laughs> on the ceiling and shit. Oh. Oh. God, man, it's just not, man. I, I can't do that. I can't do that, man. As soon as Halloween passed, man, I'm good. Oh, all right, man. now let's get to our binge worthy. Mm-hmm. Now, my binge worthy for all you listeners out there is a Nightmare on Elm Street, this series. Huh? I, I, I am. You impl- watch that? Where's that at? I'm, I'm on the third one, the one with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. That's the one that I'm starting with. Oh, my okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, talk- yeah, I'm just saying, watch like the first one oh. and watch it all the way through to seven or eight or however, wherever one they stop. Because I, I think uh, Freddy vs. Jason counts. I that, thought that, you were talking about, about the your 90s. show. Yeah, yeah that's why you know they had that. a '90s TV yeah, show. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh no, yeah. no, 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 God, no, 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 oh, no, 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 Damn Halloween, where the hell they uh, call it, it over there? I love Halloween. Now, now, granted, they got a lot of good stuff over there on Hulu. So, salute to y'all, salute to Hulu, salute to everybody that subscribed to Hulu. And y'all, y'all do have some good stuff. You know over what there. they do? They give you like three categories. It's like, are you want to see something kind of scary? You want to see something really scary, or you want to be freaked out and you have to press? Which I one didn't you get want. that far. Yeah, if you go as soon as I saw the, that, yeah. I see like little kids' movies yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is nice and cute. Yeah. Like, that, 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 that's good. But as soon as they get over, because I did see one. Uh, I think I showed the. It was just like a screenshot of like one of those uh, new movies that they have coming out on Hulu, and I saw like the big ass face mask or whatever oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you probably saw the same. I saw the thought I was like, oh shit! Just, I showed it to my son. He got scared as hell. I was I, like, I man, I, I, we gotta watch it. this yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But you on uh, Dreamcatchers, right? Yeah, that's my favorite. Freddy, the third one. Cause, yeah, because the kids had powers. Remember they? That, that was a good yeah. one. That was yeah. really good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my kids are. They, we're slowly starting to move our way through these. Uh, these uh, Hulu uh, streets right now because I, I had to go to HBO Max to get like the first one because I didn't know where all that stuff was but as soon as I get them on like a roll of watching scary movies because only mm-hmm. one of my kids like watch scary movies the other one 
he's pissed that he has to go through this every single night. It's like torture. It's like me being forced to watch Handmaid's Tales or something like that. That's how it feels when my son watches scary movies. He doesn't like that. He takes it to sleep with him. So I'm sorry, son, but I'm trying to toughen you up for the world out here, man. Now, I hope it's not Freddy out here. Oh, man, yeah. If I don't scare my kids and going to sleep, man, like I don't think I did my job. But yeah. you know, that's just me being All a bad right. dad for, yeah. for a month. <laughs> yeah, but I implore everybody out there who has the time, who wants to hang out with your friends or have like a little friends night out or family or you just want to have a nice little date night, watch the the a nightmare on elm streets uh the entire movie series from one all the way to seven or eight wherever it stops at don't watch the remake i'm don't watch that bullshit stay a, away from that one i can't remember that dude's name but it was a different phrase at that point the guy from watch yeah, something me. earl yeah. ray or something yeah, like that like a little small guy yeah i remember yeah. he was like a um, warshat on the um, the, the Watchmen, Watchmen. Yep. yeah, yeah man. Okay. And, and he did do good on that. I'm not knocking him for that, but this one, I think he did the best that he could with the material that they it gave him. It wasn't his fault about the remake. Robert he was actually a pretty good Freddy Cougar for me, but the the material, it was just, it was so damn whack. It made like the original one look like it was that much better. Watching that remake is is a disgrace to to Freddy Cougar. Don't ever watch that one. Just skip past that one. Move on to something else. Hell, watch House of Wax for all I care. <laughs> I like don't that watch shirt. that damn thing. Wait, you just vouch? I liked, kind of liked it. I don't know what I, it was. I, 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 I like House, House of, of Wax, Wax, too. The one with Paris Hilton. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And uh, my cousin Skeeter dude in there. The, the little light-skinned dude. That goes the, in the same category for Cabin Fever. I love I, Cabin Fever. Why the not, hell wasn't did a fan somebody recommend That was uh, oh. Eli Roth, right? Yes. I thought that was a great movie. I oh, love that damn movie. man. The, yeah. the movie where they're in the you cabin. guys are in a cult. And they have like a skin disease. And next thing you know, the skin starts peeling. I love that damn movie. I I've, love that damn movie. The sequel sucks. The sequel sucks. But the first one. Yeah. Kevin and, Fury, it, yeah. and I think oh. Netflix made a remake of it too. Don't watch that. Because this literally is beat for beat the exact same first movie. Yeah. It's I, a waste of time. You are right. And Cabin Fever 2 goes in the category for top 10 worst movies ever made. I didn't like Cabin Fever. Did but it wasn't one of the worst. Did you like the Evil Dead remake? That was good. I, oh, I really like that. Liked that. Yeah, okay, yeah, finally. Yeah. We agree on all this yeah. shit. Right? I love the Evil Dead remake. Me, yeah. yeah. Besides them uh, using uh, Lawn Mower as a defibrillator at one point towards the end. But other than that, it was great. That <laughs> was some nasty shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but y'all, y'all just want to watch something on uh, on Halloween, like this time of the year. If you don't want to go out trick-or-treating and do something with your family, just, just watch a Nightmare on Elm Street, man. Pick one, watch it, enjoy it. Now they do get kind of goofy and weird at the end, like all these like Halloween movies do. With uh, Jason got weird, it jumps a shark. You know, Nightmare on Elm Street, it definitely starts jumping the shark at the end. Uh, Halloween, you know, Halloween H two O. Yeah, you definitely see where they start jumping the shark. But oh yeah, and to yeah. a certain extent, um, Harrison Ford nuked the fridge with uh, Indiana Jones four. And uh, there's always <laughs> a part. The there's always a point where they jump the shark. Thank God John Wick has not done that mm. just yet. Not yet. But there, there is a, like a nice little sweet spot where it gets like overly goofy at the beginning, and no. then when it gets like way too goofy in the end, somewhere in the middle, they kind of hit like a nice little stride on those little series. You so. remember when um, there was two things I remember a lot from Freddy. A few things, of course, the girl jump rope in the one, two. I think that that is like the staple to it for me. But remember when he was in a video game and he was Freddie was in a video game and the boy, oh, was, yeah. and he killed the boy inside the game or something like that. That stood I out. I remember that. Remember one. when he the little boy was the boy was in the video game and Freddie got him in the game. Which one was that? I don't remember. Well, that must that have been was the like fourth one. yeah, I it think it was four. Or and five. then there was another one where the girl was lifting weights and he turned into like a roach. 
and he like snapped her arms off, and then like a roach arm came out and shit. Like Freddy was sick, man. Yeah, he was super sick. When he turned that into must a have been like a new snake. nightmare. That must have been later on. No, in the it series. was it was in the late eighties, early nineties. The right? video game one, I think, was Freddy Four. Okay, that's when it started getting goofy. It started getting wild. He started bad, pouncing yeah. on the girl and die, uh, the guy and died. It yeah, was he stepped stupid. on him, but he was just slamming up against yeah. like that. Yeah, turned oh, yeah. a big yeah. old a little small little Q tip into some humongous Q tip and oh, shit. Yeah. The new nightmare is when she was uh, like in a movie of Freddy, right? Like it, it was. I a, did not. I, never I didn't like that. Like, I didn't like. Yeah, that I didn't one, like. It was too slow. Yeah, and he kinda, and it wasn't even scary at all. No, at all. no, at all. It was just more like they made it. They they like you know how you make something you just half assing it. Yeah, it's like man, this is give up on this fucking movie. This should be on like the Sci Fi Network. It was like one of those kind of movies. I but, put that in the same category as that newest Matrix movie. Where it was just too <sighs> meta for its yeah, own good. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to don't talk about that. Uh, that's the last time I promise. I try to watch it again. I was right the first time, man. That you movie, were absolutely right. I that am, movie I am sucks. so disappointed. Keanu Reeves deserved better than that, but you know, let's just move on. We going down talk to God, Keanu Reeves. Like he, he, he doesn't bat a thousand, but he definitely gives a thousand in his effort. So we'll no, give him that damn much. But yeah, go watch uh, a Nightmare, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and watch any of those movies in that series, and I think you'll you'll be pleasantly surprised. And you just want to keep the the Halloween you know season going fresh mm-hmm. for you. All right, Ryan, what you got for us for binge worthy this week? Um. We talked like, about what doc it. what documentary series have you seen this past week? You love your damn documentaries you know, I, and shit. I, I took the head and I know we've talked quite a few times even before we do this podcast about just what we've been watching in our free time. But um yeah, um I th- I think we gotta talk about it some more. Just because uh I am pleasantly surprised that I finished this in two days. Let's talk about the Netflix monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Let's yeah. talk about I it. I still haven't watched it. That's uh, mine, too, so we can go and tag my, this my, one. Let's, let's yeah, y'all it. go yeah. ahead, Ben. I, yeah. Just for full context, my wife started without me, and I feel like she left me behind, and, you know, I'm just being bitter. I'm I'm, I'm being one of those those husbands. I'm like, man, I can't believe you left me behind because I, I used to do that to her all the time, and I don't know why I'm being like a, such a bitch about it. Yeah, But she started without me. Her. She's enjoying yeah. it, and I'm, yeah. I'm just going to have to catch up later. But, yeah, I... She is enjoying this series. I've heard a lot of good things from everybody else who watched it. They say it is definitely disturbing. And they definitely say, um, what's her name? Uh, Niecy Nash. Nash. They said she deserved it. every award that right. they can give out for this damn part awesome. for her. She they said she, she was amazing. So shout out to Niecy Nash. very pivotal in this movie. So they, say, they say a lot of that stuff changed. Like, a lot of that stuff didn't really happen the way that it did. But it's just like that's how cinema works, man. They try yeah. to... They try to like you know, douse it up just a little bit, just mm-hmm. to make it a little bit more pleasant for like the screen. But you know, oh, yeah. for well, what she did, I thought she did pretty good from what I what I have seen a little bit. Watch my wife watch it. She knocked out the park, and for yeah. anybody who knows about Jeffrey Dahmer, even to to the slightest, I will say that when I was growing up, and that story started coming out, and he was making headlines in the mm-hmm. '90s when we were young, all I remember is that he was gay. He mostly targeted gay black dudes Which, that he was eating and yeah. I heard that when he died in prison they shoved a broomstick up his ass when when the guy killed him in prison the broomstick up the ass is not in the series no they don't but show that. <laughs> I do have to I, I need to I gotta start off my praise for the series I gotta ask Sean a question mm-hmm. um, you made a post on Facebook where you said you're not gonna watch it you said you're tr- this because I, I, I saw the same headlines you saw where the victims' families 
were were coming out saying we don't need to see this filth. I, We've I, lived through it, and you said you were not going to watch it. I said that. I want to know what convinced you to watch it. I ended up watching because Lacey was watching it. Oh yeah, okay. And so why should be bullying you in this? <laughs> because this is the kind of thing she likes. Real deal crime, you know, real deal Ted Bundy. So she like based on true story yeah, kind of like. she likes those kind so of things. So she like confession tapes and, and all that shit. And then we get competitive. We're like, oh, you watching it? Well, I'm watching it too, <laughs> goddammit. You ain't gonna watch it without me. And so I started watching it and then I felt in, that the first scene I was like, nope, not gonna watch it because I felt like, ugh, this is nasty. I don't wanna watch it. It made me feel funny. But then I got in, I wanted to see what, what made him tick if they was going to show that because they started getting into his childhood and stuff like that. So I said I wasn't, but then I got kind of dragged into it and then I'm like alright I'll fucking watch right, it now, now, now since I haven't I just want to ask both of y'all a question because I've been hearing this like quite a bit from like the victims and people that have watched mm-hmm. this show do you feel like this show humanized them too much where this trying to like rationalize yeah, a little bit of like why he was so off because that's the same thing people on Facebook my, or at least on my Facebook oh well you know this when that he just needed love yeah they were talking yeah, about like, the yeah, parents yeah. being like abusive the to parent, him and all this other no, stuff the parents like, weren't abusive they just didn't they just wasn't there for him the dad left the mom had mental issues and the dad had another girlfriend on the side he was off having a good time with her you know what I mean like they just wasn't there for him and the dad started teaching him shit about uh, what's it called Ryan um, he was dissecting animals and stuff he would yeah. find like a, a possum and show him like hey you can let's cut him open and see what's inside you know what I mean and uh, he was they started that taxidermy type of thing where they were just that was kind of like his hobby with his dad that's the only thing he had in common with him and so then people try to use that as like oh you see the dad was just that kind of guy and the dad did a lot trust me when you watch the dad try to make up for a lot he did everything he could he, he, he must he basically gave him everything he possibly could have gave him after he was already kind of crazy as fuck you know yeah. what I mean so oh yeah, yeah. He was pretty so, much the only person. He kept fucking up. Yeah. His dad was the only one who would really stick with him. Yeah, even the worst things he could have done, the dad was just like, oh, man, come on. You did that? You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, yeah. And that's why I think the series really pays off because in the first 30 minutes of the uh, – well, I'm not, it was in the first episode, I know for sure, where they bring the dad in into the ter- interrogation Yeah, room. he was real hurt. And, yeah, yeah, and he breaks down in tears. And even when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, that's got to be tough for a father to hear. But that scene even has more relevance as the series plays out. And you see that his dad was the only one who kept giving that guy chances. Yeah. And, yeah, he did not want to abandon his son, even though he knew his son had issues. He he was not a good citizen in functional society. His dad never turned his back on him. No, he so, didn't. So that that scene really hit home towards the last couple episodes, thinking back on it. But... I'm going to make the argument that that Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, which I still don't like, and you, outside you of have the, no problem kicking that movie's back outside time you get a minute. They're not going to ever make this because of Ryan. Outside of the Johnny Depp, Alice in Wonderland movie, I've never felt where I was just um, missing the boat on pop culture. Even I can understand why Gungam Style was a hit. Really, I, I don't. I, I I get it. I get it. But to and to a certain extent, Alice in Wonderland, post Avatar, Johnny Depp was the biggest movie star in the world, and they were advertising it in 3D. I couldn't wait to see it. I can even understand that. But the Joker movie and people actually saying they enjoyed it and that movie making a billion dollars, 
I could I am still to this day in disbelief. So I cannot tell you how much I despise that movie and how hard they try to humanize him, even as far as to making Bruce Wayne unlikable and Bruce Wayne's father Thomas Wayne unlikable. They even took that route to make Thomas Wayne part of the one percent elite for the spies. And yeah, and they even went as far as to show the the stereotypical overweight angry black woman give him bad stuff he was just trying to be nice to her kid on a bus on a little subway train and look the angry overweight black woman's is mean to him oh then we got these uh jerk ass frat boys damn near about to rape a girl on the train of course yeah you should shoot these guys joker's not all that bad but i digress they don't humanize this guy they pretty much hammer home this guy was pure evil Mm -hmm. and he had every opportunity even more so than most to go away from that um and this this move this series actually does a good job bringing more attention to the victims as opposed to jeffrey Dahmer. right okay that's good to hear yeah because i all i heard was that the victims were gay and black that's all i heard but that's before this series yeah but it it wasn't just i thought i always thought he just killed black but he he killed anybody get his hands on it first you know what i mean like anybody that he came across that he felt because it was just a gay thing at first he was just attracted to these guys yeah and then it turned into well i don't want him to leave me kind of thing i don't want i want to be in control is what he had he wanted to control people that they would always be there so he figured if he drugged them and stuff like that that he can keep them at bay and then, you know, as that wore off, then he had to take it to the next measure and to the next measure. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 not all of them were black. As we saw it growing up when we got into it, it was all black because that's the It wasn't all black. It wasn't the, all black, but he, he started killing mostly black because that was the demographic first, he was his, in. His yeah, first yeah. victim was white. Yeah, he killed but a the guy. the very he's... last episode, they show pictures of all the victims. There was a lot of black, yeah. 80, I'm going to say 92% black. Well, he said it was because he found him attractive. It wasn't a racist thing. Now, my dad would beat you in the head with it. He thinks that the police allowed him to do that because the where he lived in Milwaukee was a mostly black area. And they were taking, first of all, these guys were black and they were gay. They didn't have a problem with what, not necessarily let him do it. They didn't have a problem with what he was doing. You know, I mean, like well, they, I can imagine my dad a would tell you person that. Yeah, oh, so you're saying like they like, turned a blind eye. Yeah, like, and they did, they did in the show. Like they let one dude go back to him. And it was obviously a young guy. It was like a 14 year old. The police were like, "Well, uh, he said he's his boyfriend, so they yeah. must be boyfriends." Oh yeah, and, and that, just yeah. like the hype yeah. you heard about yeah. um, uh, the actress uh, Niecy Nash killed it. Yeah, she killed it. They they show they actually play the the police phone call from the real oh, person that, that was she's real playing. sad and she's yeah. saying um i've made multiple phone calls about my neighbor and the police that i that just showed up based on my phone call let him go in back into the apartment where he was obviously underage and the police just blew her phone call off it's like we got to handle ma'am if there's a problem the people on the scene would handle it and sure enough he killed a 14-year-old boy. Yeah. He had already molested that 14-year-old's brother yeah. in the past. So there's all kinds of small details yeah. that never made it into pop culture when that Jeffrey Dahmer mess was happening when we were young in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't realize that due to police negligence, um, that's why he got away with it. And I'll say one more thing real quick. And they were, before you go, they were uncomfortable with him. 
when they went into his house and he was like, you know, back then, yeah, yeah, they didn't want anything to do with that. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, this is some, this is pictures of me and him. And they were naked and shit. And the cop was like, ah, ugh, you know what I mean? I don't want to see that shit. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So they let the little boy and like you said, Nisi Nash, he's a baby. You're going to let him go back? He's like, this is my boyfriend. He's not a baby. You know, but yeah, I, that, it was tough. It was tough. But go ahead and say what you said. Yeah. I was going to say, I know this is going to turn a lot of people off because uh, they don't want to watch anything which they consider woke. And I just want to say to that the anti-woke culture, um, you're part of the problem. And you guys are the woke, woke culture because the woke culture doesn't believe anything in popular media. And anything that's mainstream, they think, is manipulated and forced down us and that's covering up the truth. So you Trump diehards who are dogging woke culture, who are scared to watch the show because you think, oh, it's talking negative about cops. You're part of the problem, and you're more woke than woke culture. And this is coming from a black guy who pretty much uh, knew about the Illuminati since middle school. And it was because of my interest in just the paranormal and UFOs, not the celebrity crap. That's what I, I just got to get off the, my off my chest because... I'm somebody who you would think should be part of that pro-Trump culture because I couldn't stand when people say, stay woke. Stay, I couldn't, I hate, it just got under my skin. Oh, yeah, see, Rihanna, she's got a pyramid in the background. Don't buy this CD, stay woke. Jay-Z's throwing up the, the diamond sign, stay woke. I, it was getting on my god dog nerves. I'm not going to lie. A lot of those woke people need some sleep. <laughs> well said. Yeah. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. So I feel like I'm in the middle here because I can't stand those people who think you can only make it in the entertainment industry unless you sell your soul. And I can't stand the people that feel that there's a Democratic conspiracy against Republicans and the Democrats are out here sacrificing kids. I'm in, I'm in both of you guys are way off base and shout out to the court system for finally getting some right. And that asshole Alex Jones for perpetuating that Sandy Hook conspiracy. Oh, man, I just read that before I got so, Yeah, I, I hope he's broke for the he rest of like his life. He was like $976 Make sure that man's always in Fucking debt. Kyrie Irving's talking like that now. Oh, That's fake, and Jesus they were all actors. Yeah, he, Kyrie yeah. Irving, yeah, God bless you. You're one of the – but he's part of the problem, too. Yeah. No, that don't, first don't, don't, work, God, don't God bless him. He's, he's Kyrie Irving, he has no idea how – Stupid! He looks how how yeah. dumb he's been sounding like the last yeah. few years. He, he not to some people. I feel like he had CTE or something like that. Ever since he <laughs> yeah. said the world was flat, I'm like, hold on, what the hell happened to him? Like he bumped his head. Like he got like the first strain of like COVID or something. Like there's something off with him and his thinking lately. And I would just, I just wish. Y'all don't just because you have a microphone doesn't mean you need to fucking talk, and that's really weird coming from me. But Kyrie needs to shut the fuck up. I agreed. Agreed. I, I, that, when they say shut up and dribble, they meant to be talking to him. Yeah, yeah. Like LeBron, you can keep talking. Yeah. Like LeBron, Kyrie, shut the shut hell the, up. Shut the hell up. But you're not a leader just because you're talking to the masses, man. Nobody is following mm. you. You're gonna lead us right off a fucking cliff, man. Just shut up. Shut the hell up. I hate when they do all that shit. That's why I'm so happy Alex Jones. Got what he got because that, you, you can't make those parents and those families relive that trauma by saying like it's all fake, it's all made up, and it's like right, I mean, you going way too fucking far mm-hmm. for people who's still going through some stuff. Children dying and you trying to make a joke out of this. It's not funny. It's mm-hmm. not funny. Agreed. At all. Agreed. And Kyrie has prob- is probably the celebrity who, who I've seen in our lifetime more so than even God rest his soul, Kobe Bryant, 
who thinks he is superior to everybody on earth and you are lucky to breathe the same air as him. I cannot stand Kyrie Irving. Kyrie he is so but he has oh, Alex he has, Jones, Kanye, they're all the same person yeah, to me. Kanye, oh my yeah. God. Kanye, he, he he not not even a sunken place. Kyrie, Kanye but somebody, they might have Flint water in their system at their house. Now, I don't know what the hell's wrong with them, man, but they definitely been a little bit off lately. Kanye, like, he definitely has, like, flashes of, like, you know, what, what, what did Jay-Z call it in his song? Like, that moment of clarity. Like, Kanye seems to have that at at times, but every once in a while, Kanye just starts talking like, When I saw that, I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I cannot believe he pulled this bullshit and off. And taking photos with uh, Meghan Markle? Mm. You know, oh, not Meghan Markle. Um, what's uh, Candace Owens? Candace Owens. Thank you, thank you. I ain't never seen a man try so hard to get his wife back. <laughs> like, he got to walk around with a White Lives Matter shirt on to try to get his right. wife back. I'm like, come on, man, calm <laughs> down. You going way too damn far, man. Can you just move on with your life? Move you got money, your billions. Just get on with your life. Keep making music, or just go go sit somewhere in Wyoming. He's addicted to fame mm. more so than the money. He likes being famous. He'll do anything. To keep us talking about him, anything. Hence, White Lives Matter photo shoot. Now we're talking about him again. He is addicted to it more so than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Kyrie, he just wants you to think he's the smartest person on earth. Yeah, he wants you to. He wants he. he yeah. It's not enough. He went you're to one of the, Duke, and he's smart because he went to Duke. It's yeah. not enough. You are hands down one of the best basketball players of my lifetime. LeBron would not have won that. NBA championship with the Cavs if you were not on that team. You are a top five player in the NBA. That's not enough for Kyrie. You, you, he wants you to acknowledge that he's one of the smartest yeah. people on earth on top of that. And he's making himself look like an idiot, but I know it's he just, is a it's lot. So, there's a lot of people that think like him. They're just not as famous, I promise that's you. That's the scary part. There's other people that think like him. Like The, the fact is he has like maybe top three Best handles I've ever seen. His yeah. handles Hands are fucking down. crazy. Hands down. He's but a freak. he, can, but He's a freak cannot athlete. handle his thoughts in his <laughs> no. head at yeah, all, very true. which is very ironic. I don't know what's been going on with him. It's always like people like that who think that like everybody else is crazy and you're the only one that gets it. That's really weird that he has that mindset. That he's like, He always seems like he's the smartest person in the room. You know what that saying is? You think you're the smartest person in the room? You need to get in another room. Yeah. You never want to be that person. I'm not sure what's going on with him. Maybe he's under emotional duress or whatever, like not doing the COVID thing ever since then. He feel like he's just he he trying so hard to be our Malcolm. You're not mm-hmm. at never, all. Not not gonna work. Yeah, yeah. There's a no. crisis. We're not gonna look to you, Kyrie. Like, oh That's shit, look serious. At the and see what no, we came. looking at you like, man. Somebody <laughs> need to get him. Oh yeah, I got shot. I need Kyrie Irving to do this surgery to get this bullet out. Man, you, know, no. you know how it is, man. We when the drunk uncle get a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's what he that's what he's been going yeah. going on for like like the past like few years with him. Like he just he tries so hard to get a point across and he sucks at his delivery. Yeah. I don't uh, know what's, what's going scarier, on. What's scarier, there's a lot more people and the, than you think that have the same belief. And there's that he always does. a group of people that believe what he's saying and that's just as scary. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yep. Yep. All these damn sheep following somebody who doesn't know where they're going. Him, yeah, I, am, I am so sick of this society. I'm, another I'm person on that path is Antonio Brown. He's going down that. Now path. that's a that's now, a separate category. Yeah, he's losing he got his CTE. mind. He got CTE. He I have got, a little bit of sympathy for him because ever since yeah. he got his head clocked, you see, he tried to sell a watch. He's he must be going broke. He tried to sell a watch to like a record label uh, 
higher <laughs> uppers that. up for like five hundred thousand to do figure That's out what. watch. Yeah, he was selling them his watch. What the hell is going on with him? Yeah, he he not playing. I mean, I don't know how much money he's got, but he's. Man, he's he one bad path. day away from breaking, <laughs> break dancing for change on a corner like somewhere, flashing people at a pool. I mean, he's talking about Tom Brady's wife. I mean, it's just a bunch. Well, of people. he's definitely got a career in the porn industry. Yeah. If, if things don't work out, yeah. we are not talking about <laughs> porn sorry. on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't and shout out to ESPN for keeping RG three hired because uh, I'm. A, I'm a follower. His tweets have been amazing. Oh, oh. He is <laughs> definitely top five tweeter. He is RG3's tweets. Are he is not the hilarious. best analyst, though. His, some of his stuff he's is, he's yeah, not. He's not. No, he's definitely like the Tony Romo of tweets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. I've seen this oh. one. He's like, damn, man. Like, like RG3. How like, is he getting away with this yeah. stuff and still on TV the next he day? He was saying, one, that was a game. That we get back to the topic here. He was talking about the um, the center snapped the ball before he was supposed to. He's like, oh, that's a premature uh, snapulation. <laughs> I was like, damn, they let him say that? Like, the guy was just quiet. Like, the other the other commentator was like, all right, well, that's a filler. He just kept on going. Like, he didn't even hear, oh, first and 15, then oh, we'll move on. I'm like, yeah, that is, how the hell he let him say that? Hey, like, did yeah. you all see that first Amazon uh uh, game they had, uh, I forget who was. Playing. I keep forgetting Amazon has games. Oh yeah, well a lot everything. of people would after that damn Colts. That was uh, one of the worst Bron- game. That set us back to the one leather helmets. Dead serious. Yeah, that was the worst game I've ever seen. It was in my like life. it was almost like what was that Super Bowl where it was like the Rams, the Rams and the and Patriots. Patriots. It was like all field goals. This that was, was worse. Than that was bad. This was worse because that was two, one of the worst football games ever. It was like twenty eight sacks. Uh, Russell Wilson was throwing the ball all over the place, throwing out of bounds, hitting the. It the, was like prime yeah. week. Uh, you thought you was going to get a deal. <laughs> You just got some bullshit. Yeah. bullshit. They had a meme where they had uh, Russell Wilson take off his helmet. And it was Russell Westbrook in the Broncos. <laughs> I saw that, that one. Bad, but that yeah. is real messed up. Yeah, so. uh, who are the Who are the commentators for the Amazon? Oh, uh, Kirk Herbstreit, Al Michaels. Al Michaels. There yeah. we go. That first game, I swear to God, uh, he's. <laughs> I don't know if he was drinking or what, but he said, uh, "Oh, there's a penalty." I saw a referee throw a fag on the field. What? Yes, I'm not. I'm not lying. Yeah. He said there's a fag on the field, and he meant to say there's a flag on the field. He was disgracing <laughs> the Colts and the Broncos. Somebody got in the red zone. He was like, well, I never thought I would say this tonight. Somebody's in the red zone. And like, it was like, <laughs> and, and they and still didn't score that. <laughs> through <laughs> interception. Like, oh, my God. It was just a quiet booth up there. Oh they weren't talking. God. It was terrible. So, oh, even yeah. they were disgracing the game. Yeah, they were disgracing it real bad. Live TV has never been more entertaining. Uh, Very true. Man, what a time to be alive. Yeah, but that Jeffrey, that Jeffrey Dahmer, I would watch that. That's it's some stuff you just would never have known, but it's it's very, very un- unsettling. Nice and Niecy Nash, is, she killed it, and she's, you know. You, Maybe she we shouldn't say she killed it. Well, about she Jeffrey didn't kill Dahmer. it, but <laughs> it's, it's her, her, she killed that role. That, and it was, just, it was just unsettling, but it, it definitely had me intrigued. Once I said I wasn't going to watch it, I just couldn't stop watching it. And I was like, well, all right, now. But the dad, one thing I want to Say the dad did say that he had the same thoughts as Jeffrey Dahmer, and that's why he was sympathetic to Jeffrey Dahmer. His dad, remember, his dad's like, Yeah, yeah. I, the reason why I've been helping because I thought the same thing you thought. I had these same thoughts. I just I, I got help or whatever. He said I was able to not, you know, go through with it. And so I think another that's, reason why yeah. that's a good show because yeah. they were just showing that he's human. Yeah, yeah. believe me, with my current car situation. 
You don't think homicide has been on my mind? <laughs> but I don't go. I'm not going to go forward and do that. I joke around all the time about that. Even before my car situation, I want to kill this girl I'm with, <laughs> but I'm not going forward with it. And even even in that series, his uh, wife that he it, not the his baby second mom, wife his yeah. second wife yeah. was saying, but you didn't do it, honey. Right? Of, we're human. You have these thoughts just like a lot of people do, but you didn't go through with it. You're still a functioning adult. Yeah, and, and, made a good and they career. and they did leave him. He 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 has most of his teenage years. He was by himself, so it didn't have he didn't have nobody to leave. And but I, a lot of I give him no sympathy. I give him no sympathy because he even said he wanted the electric chair. He's like, I want to just just kill me. Oh, yeah. And they were like, No, nah, I'm over. You got 999 years in prison. You know what I mean? So, and when the dude killed him, you know, it was just rough. It was rough. But I let you watch it, Tommy. You know, so. they, they don't sympathize. I want. I'm interested to hear your take when you do watch it. But I still stand by the Joker tried to make you empathize with a murderer more so than this Jeffrey Dahmer series. That title for this series, which I still don't think is very good. It's called, what, Jeffrey Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. One of the worst titles ever. They should have just called it Monster. Just call it Monster. They already have. Well, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He, they show that he's a monster. They he don't is. blame society. No. They don't blame his upbringing. His upbringing. And even, yeah. they even try to bring science into it. Like, should we study his brain to yeah, see, maybe we can prevent future serial killers if we study his brain and what, even medical said, nope. What they really blamed it on was the mom took a lot of medication. They didn't yeah, blame they, it. They, they tried to blame it on that. They was like, well. That's what he blamed. That's yeah, what the dad blamed. Yeah, his mom took, when he was pregnant, when she was pregnant with Jeffrey Dahmer, she took like, what, over 200 different yeah. pills or something yeah. like that? But look at, yeah, yeah. so this story with Jeffrey Dahmer happened 30 years ago at this point. So we're dealing with uh, police negligence. Yep. A pill problem, uh, uh, negativity towards the gay community. Right. Um, how is that different than modern society? Yeah, we, so I do think this series is extremely relevant. And to my original point, no matter what side of that woke coin you're on, whether you're woke with the Illuminati conspiracies in the celebrity culture or you're woke or you're anti-woke and believe Trump's the second coming of Christ, watch this series because I know you guys are refusing to and you will be pleasantly surprised and it's good because I'm glad Sean is, is here to talk and you've seen it because mm-hmm. um, you are one out of four people that I've spoke to you're the first male that I've spoke to who's actually finished the whole series yeah. and yeah um, I'm sure you guys know females love watching those murder series Yeah, and they, the and- females I've spoke to about this series They've loved it. Mm-hmm. They said it was really good. I enjoyed it as well. And it's not, for a Jeffrey Dahmer show, it's not extremely violent. No, they don't show him do a lot of yeah, things. So, yeah, 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 the cannibalism stuff, mm-hmm. they don't show a lot of. They they don't. And more than anything, this sheds light on how a mass murderer could have could have been prevented way beforehand. More right. Than and he got off a lot of different times yeah. where they could have had him. He just got, he slithered right out of it. Absolutely. Know, so. Just because of, just because of who, a uh, uh, white male. Right. And that, What's in those bags? Uh, yeah. leaves. Oh, you're driving yeah. drunk? At oh. two in the morning you, with leaves in your car? And so yeah. Wait, yeah. that brings up a good point because, um, I have been pulled over for speeding for going 13 miles over the speed limit. I got a ticket. I've been pulled over. I mean, I was a white cop who gave me that. Mm-hmm. I've been pulled over from going 25 miles over the speed limit as a 19-year-old. A black cop was like, 
man, you gotta slow down, man. Yeah. I'm gonna let you off with the warning. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. If, if if the people in authority look more like you, you get more second chances. Yeah. And I really think the show hammers that home. And I think the show did a good job of not placing the blame of Jeffrey Dahmer's evil on anybody right. but Jeffrey Dahmer. Everybody was holding his hand, you know, even the grandma. The grandma knew he was up to something, and she just couldn't that was turn a, that, up. That man. was a great scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a black dude was passed out in the home of a 90-year-old white woman. I didn't know you had black friends. Yeah. yeah Jeffrey Dahmer's <laughs> like, hey, it's not the 1920s anymore, Ma. Yeah. But... To an ext- even though that comment was like, oh yeah, she's 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 a she's a bigot, this old ass bigot. She went out of her way to make sure that black guy survived. Yeah. Survived when Jeffrey Dahmer was obviously going to murder him. Yeah, he'd already drugged him. He was drunk. Yes, she, this dude was falling yes. all over the place. So yeah. it does not paint any race or or your sexual tendencies on on. It doesn't place the blame on anyone. It gives it pretty, which I appreciated more than anything. It places the blame of his evil strictly on Jeffrey Dahmer, mm-hmm. not society or anybody else. Exactly, you're just fucking crazy. That's how I look at it. There's not, there's no scientific method. Lacey to tried to have an excuse for him. Well, you know, it's just he didn't have love, and that's get that out of here. You know, what I mean, this dude ate motherfuckers. Eight you know, what I mean, mo- yeah. yeah, get that shit. The out people my face. he was in jail with didn't have love either. They no, and he, and he tried that in jail where he tried to be tough, and I guess I'll just be sick. And then he tried to find God at the last little strand of life he had, but. Uh, it, you definitely watch it. It's great. It's not great for the reasons of Jeffrey Dahmer, but it's, it's enlightening to see. So I think that's some of the best work the Netflix has done yeah, for any for of sure. their original series. And that's one of the best. What's works his name? Uh, Quicksilver. I don't look at him the oh, same uh, no more. He did a hell of a something. Evan Peters. Evan Peters did a hell of a job. A hell of a job. This dude's scary in real life to me now. Like, oh my god, now that's a monster right there. So. Yeah, yeah. So so salute to Netflix for putting yeah. out a, a great series, and now I'm definitely going to watch it. Even yeah. though I've been resisting that, I definitely have to go and watch that. Now that being said, moving on to our new releases, Netflix has a new docu series out right now that I need to watch, and that is the Redeem Team. And I've been looking. That's out to already. Yeah, I need to watch yeah. that. Oh, I can't I've been wait. looking to watch, watch this tonight. for a while yeah. because you know I'm a massive Kobe fan. Rest in peace to the Mamba. And I really want to see all the stories that they have from all the behind-the-scenes stuff. I hear he steals the show. Like, Kobe is the main reason why they were what they were, is what I hear. So, like Kobe, My memory, Mello yeah. was bawling his ass off. Forget about this uh, Trailblazers-Lakers Mello. A lot of people were saying that Mello's better than LeBron James when he came out. Yeah, it was an argument back in high school. Like when they, sure, when they yeah. first started in the league, Melo definitely had a lot more success early on. Yeah, like he more, made the playoffs first. He was on, on a better team. I'll he was that. on a better team. Like he had a, he had a better like start to his career. Even though LeBron was was a, a, a good star when he first came out, he a phenomenal star. Yes, phenom, like Melo yeah. just like yes. he was going to be like nothing to fuck with when he first LeBron, came out. Lived up and exceeded all expectations. That's Agreed. what I would say. Yeah. A lot of people say that he uh, he underplayed like some expectations. Like a lot of people say he got four titles. He probably should have at least two more. Yeah, and that's him, yeah. that's fair to say on my end because he's been to the finals a lot. I think he's been swept at least four times. I will I say he. he I will so say he got he swept twice. I think. I know he got swept early on in his career the when Spurs he, when he I'm not gonna, Yeah, that's that when the Spurs beat him. That Cavaliers team had no excuse yeah, being in the finals. Yeah, they, yeah. Junis Elgowski. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought for sure the Celtics or the Pistons would have been in the finals that year. So for him to make it through both of those squads to get there, that Celtics team, 
That's yeah. That's all he had was Ilgowskis. Yeah. That's all. That's that was the <laughs> that was barely anybody. Yeah. Exactly. Like it was gonna be Larry Hughes. Mm-hmm. Larry Hughes. Oh, he was had. such. A I can't remember. Anybody. What's the little short dude who could shoot threes? It was bad. I can't remember. I, I can't remember. Dude Marshall, who was forty-five years old. And Anderson Verizal. Verizal sucked. <laughs> yeah, that that he he gets no disrespect for me. He dragged that that, team that to the yeah finals. that his first trip to the finals. That team had no excuse to be there. Well, Rasheed Wallace, not Rasheed Wallace. Um, was was uh, KG said that they knew. Uh, that he was going to be great. Like they was like, man, this is our last stand, and LeBron's going to run run it off from here. For you sure. know what I mean? And like, yeah. Tommy's not going to like this. I know he's not. I I honestly felt by LeBron's third year in the NBA, he was the best player in the NBA. Yeah. Kobe fans will fight me to the death, and you have an argument, and that's not even an argument because. You can easily win that argument. Just my opinion, mm-hmm. I felt that LeBron was the best player in the NBA by his third year. And I honestly felt when he said he was going to team up with probably the third or fourth best player That's in the when NBA, lost Dwayne it, yeah. Wade. I thought when he I, I really thought that was that would be the team that beats the Bulls record of seventy two and ten. Yeah. Not Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. I thought Dwayne Wade and LeBron would beat that record. And, yeah, I thought it was a new dynasty. I thought they might win five or six championships in a row. So for them to go two for four, to me, that's a disappointment. That takes his legacy down a little bit because no matter what you got to say about Jordan, he never had a player on his team. And no disrespect, I love Scotty, but Scotty Pippen is definitely not Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving, or I mean, I'll even say Anthony Davis. So. I, you know, dare I say, people seem to disrespect Scottie Pippen a lot more as the years go by. I don't people. I don't think people understand how truly great Scottie Pippen was. He was. If it wasn't for like one bad call that year after Jordan first retired, those that Bulls team was going to go to the fucking finals. It Absolutely. was like one bad call no, that no fucked that him. all the way up. Scottie was fucking. Balling, yeah, that no denying that. Yes, without Jordan, and he had to, even later on in his career with the Portland Trailblazers, Scotty still had something left in the tank. Scotty somehow gets left in the dust when it comes to this whole legacy thing. And I get it; he played with Jordan. I totally understand it. But just looking at him isolated, Scotty Pippen was an amazing player. He was are definitely you put- one of my favorite players to watch. Like he is the antithesis of a player that was gifted with damn near every gift that God gave you in the whole Rolodex when it comes to basketball players. He was tremendously talented. Unfortunately, not he have just got paired titles. with the greatest, one of the greatest players that's ever played his game. He w- Jordan wouldn't have six titles without Scotty, and, and Jordan knows that. He, he knows that, and, he, and Jordan acknowledges that. But I really feel that it's been underscored just because of the LeBron James's, Kobe Bryant's, and Allen Iverson's, how fucking unbelievable Dwayne Wade was. And in my lifetime, yeah. the best finals performance that I've ever seen is when the Dwayne Dallas. Wade beat the Dallas Mavericks in that finals. With an over-the-hill shack, Dwayne Wade was averaging damn near 40 points a game for that Heat team. But that's how good LeBron is that Dwayne Wade was yeah. second fiddle on that team. You know what I mean? Like, you do, people can't. Well, people, hold on, Sean. Let me challenge you on yeah. that. Because LeBron James scored eight points in a finals game his first year. Yeah, I mean. LeBron, you're. He, he was Le, second fiddle. He, they lost to Dirk. Now, Dwayne beat Dirk without LeBron James. 
with an over the, this this was not Shaq in his prime, and they were down two zero, and Dwayne Wade. If if there's if you look up ham in the dictionary, Dwayne Wade in that finals before <laughs> LeBron got there when he beat that Mavericks team, that's the definition of going ham, going ham. Okay, that's fair. my and I grew up worshiping Jordan. Dwayne Wade has the best finals performance I have ever seen in my life when he beat them. LeBron James. All right, to be fair, if I'm just thinking about this, even though he did lose, I think it was that uh, – I can't remember what year it was, but LeBron, when he was facing the Warriors with KD on it, I think it was like that first year that they met up after KD signed. Mm. LeBron went fucking ham in the finals. I could have swore he's, he averaged like damn near 40 points. He, he led everybody in like points, rebounds, assists. He was going fucking crazy just trying to win a game. Unfortunately, he got swept, but good God almighty. He did. LeBron was busting his fucking ass mm-hmm. to try. Because I think that was the year where J.R. Smith caught that Le- rebound. Went that he, went, <laughs> he just went full fucking retard yeah, for some yeah, damn reason. Yeah. And he just went – you never go full retard. Everybody knows that. But, <laughs> but, but he, just, he just went for it, and he just he completely screwed that whole series up for him. I think ever since then but he went But that's partly downhill. LeBron's fault because that was game one of that series. And the, yes, it was. It was right, game and one. It was, and to be fair, it wasn't J.R. Smith's fault. That was uh, it was LeBron's he, fault. No, 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 he, no he, who was, was who was shooting the free throw? He should have made that fucking free throw. Yeah, I can't remember his damn. The name. reason why he was even in there because LeBron passed the ball right there, yes, right? Exactly. Which he but always that was does. A LeBron, good, that was a good. Pass. No, it was yes, not. It was, it it was, was a smart basketball yeah, play, yeah. but, but no, inst- no, instinctively, no, no, we yeah. all want the best player to take the damn shot. But nope. that's just not. No, compare him to Jordan. Now we go. We got to get off because we go. I know. Okay, yeah. Let's get back, man. We can't get out of this for sure. Please, please, guys. Why you guys are gonna you guys are gonna come back and say you know what one of the few times Ryan's right about this that and some good LeBron has a lot of good passes in his career that pass that led to that J.R. Smith flub was horrible because that was game one of the NBA Finals LeBron had fifty points the ball's in his hands you have the chance for the game winning shot he tried to pass it under the now. He tried to pass it under the key. And he got the pass off, though. No, I thought it was a turnover. I was like, what the hell are you doing? The refs bailed LeBron out and get, gave them those free throws. To me, there was no foul. It should have been a turnover. LeBron threw the ball out of bounds. There should have been no free throws. LeBron had 50 points and dribbled into a double team and tried to pass under under the key to a person who's under six foot under six foot two. He wasn't passing the ball to Shaq. He wasn't passing the ball to a seven footer. He tried to pass it to somebody under the rim who's six foot two, just so you can't blame him for missing the game winning shot. Hey, I got fifty points, so that, that, I did my job. That sounds like a, a, that's a, a LeBron that, game. That's a LeBron. That, LeBron so he, he that, that, that's the difference between LeBron and, and he, Jordan. If, I guarantee you, if you look it up, LeBron's hit more game winners than Jordan. He has not yeah. more. This mattered. Well, you know I mean, how they get real technical about walk-off shots, the final 10 seconds, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Point is, LeBron is a clutch player, but for the most part, people live in this nostalgia of like the Jordan era, and we can't really erase it from our brain. So I, that yeah, being said, I just I say all that to say, the Redeem team <laughs> on Netflix, yeah. it looks incredible. I can't wait to watch it over the can't weekend. Yeah. I, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to have a little bit of tear or something coming down. I'm watching Kobe. Kobe yeah. But th- that team was nothing to fuck with. 
nothing, nothing to fuck with at all. all. It was like as soon as I saw that clip of like Kobe talking about how he was going to run it through Paul Gasol's chest, I was like, now, <laughs> that's the mama mentality yeah. that I missed. <laughs> that's very Kobe. No, that that's was that, very, that was that's a very, very Kobe like thing to say. Yeah, yes. that was very Kobe. And I'm 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 going to miss uh, you know watching him play like all those clips. Like it's it's just gonna bring back a feeling that this is gonna it's gonna get me choked up watching Kobe. Yeah. But and thank you, Kyrie Irving, for making me respect Kobe more because Kobe just wanted to be the best basketball player and a motivation for other fellow people dreaming of making a professionally basketball. Player. And yes, Kobe Bryant believes he's the best basketball player of all time, and a lot of people believe he is. And you have an argument for saying he is, but. Kobe never made you feel like he was smarter and a better human being than you. He just was sickening with his drive. So if there's anything that I can say positive about Kyrie Irving besides having one of the best jump shots and dribblers uh, handles of any player, at least Kobe never tried to shove his intellectual side down your throat as well. It's not enough that you're the best, one of the best best players of all time, but you have to be the smartest person on earth too. I, I really, Kobe, I'm sorry, Kyrie Irving thinks he's smarter than Einstein and Nikola Tesla combined <laughs> and the best basketball player of all time. Kyrie Irving can't spell Nikola <laughs> Tesla. I know he can't. Ignorant motherfucker. No, no, he can't. Shut up. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving's going to tell you he, he discovered electricity. I will never Before believe we anybody die, that thinks the earth is flat. I'm sorry. <laughs> you think the earth is flat, man? Like, get the hell out of my face, man. You, you cannot be that damn smart. Kyrie, shut up. It's ridiculous. Like, there's a lot of more. Like, I think LeBron is, like, head over heels and more intelligent. Because I, 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 I keep forgetting LeBron is ambidextrous. He's really left-handed, but he plays right-handed. That's fucking crazy. What? And he has a photographic memory. Yeah, LeBron's left-handed. He, he, he watch him. He writes and does everything left-handed, but he plays basketball right-handed. He's ambidextrous. Good That's why lord, he's so good I never with his left. That. When he goes to the left, he's he's just a yeah. Because I remember seeing yeah. him like a finals game. I remember seeing him shoot a left-handed free throw. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And somebody had to tell me he's he's really left-handed. He just plays basketball right-handed. I was like, oh, fuck. I have, I did not know that. And to it, I, I honestly. Outside of Magic Johnson, I don't think there's a better passer who's ever played the game of basketball. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. So, yeah, Redeem Team is on my list, and uh, I'll let y'all get to it because I, I don't know if I really want to review Pearl because I feel like I need to watch X first to get full context of Pearl, but I'll just give I have a quick grade of Pearl. i say it was probably like a 3.7 out of 5. If I had to give it like really? a grade, I thought it was a really, really, really good movie. And I think watching the not watching the first one before this people came out kind of left me a little bit hanging on like the full context of what exactly I was looking at. But that movie just independent by itself. I thought it was a really, really good movie. And there's a scene near the end where it's like a single it was like a single take that went on for at least five minutes five minutes no bullshit she was like talking for five minutes no cut and i was amazed that it kept going on and on like that because i told my wife i was watching i was like babe do you realize that she's been talking this entire time they haven't cut from the scene at all and she's like huh really so she's been talking for a while i was like man it was at least five minutes but to go rambling like that for five minutes and not have a cut this actress is really talented she she is really really talented and they made a great movie with this one so i think for as a horror film uh, what? However you want to define this genre that they put this one in, I thought Pearl was a really, really good movie. So I think it'll be a really good like, like <laughs> Halloween movie for somebody to go out and watch. So if y'all want to get back to the theaters a little bit ahead of time instead of watching Hollywood, uh, Halloween ends, 
Go ahead and watch Pearl. I think it was a great fucking movie. Great fucking movie. Well, so what else y'all got for us? Um, I watched the new Hellraiser on Hulu. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's just Hellraiser. They were never really great to me, but I was always kind of. I, I always recognized Pinhead. Uh, I think Clive Barker made these movies. I think they're. He made he, the first one. first one. He's he's part of a lot of them. I don't know if he had. Was a director of all of them, but it has uh, its place in the cinema. Yeah, it, yeah, it's terrible. It's on Hulu. They, they, it's like an all female demon like team instead of like the original team that he had, like the uh, Pinheads team. Okay, it, it's terrible. I, I thought I'd give it a try. I got about forty five minutes into it. I was like, that's just enough. Um, I tried it just because it was something new, and I like the original two Hellraisers. Uh, but this one, this is a brand new one. It's on Hulu, and it's terrible. So uh, I gave that, so far, I gave it one and a half <laughs> brownie points. That Here's sounds the, like uh, it's too high. It. I never finished it because it was that bad. So it was, it was. I probably am a little too high. Uh, the Some scary scenes here and there, but it's just terrible. I don't, you, there's nobody that you know in the movie that I know. There's all new actors, young, young actors. And so, um, but that's new on Hulu. If you want to give it a try, it's just up to you. But uh, it wasn't great, so. For me so far, yeah. I'm shocked to hear that, Sean. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to mention? No, nah, just you go ahead. I mean, I'm shocked because um, for the uh, longest, it felt like just only me and you are the only people in in the entire world who like the newest Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Which I we is both that the one that came out on Netflix that you told me about? Yeah, yeah, with the bus. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm not gonna say I hate it. I just thought it was like it was mid, like the. Like the scene where he got on the bus, I was like, "Oh shit, that's what I, that's what I wanted to watch." When he got on that bus, he started going ape shit, killing it. everybody. Yeah, yeah. everybody like, had their camera wanna, phones out. Yeah, yeah, that's that what you awesome. want to see in a slasher movie, right yeah. there. Like you gave me what I wanted, but for the most part, it was kind of like eh, it was. They tried. It was cool, but I'm probably not going to watch it again. Me personally, I, I enjoyed that. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to go out my way to watch it, but it entertained me. And we were just talking about Jamie Lee Curtis. A lot of people did not like that sequel to the to this halloween revamping i enjoyed that actually i outside of that evil dies tonight i love watching those stupid characters do stupid shit and getting cut up for the most part um yeah i, I was laughing for five minutes straight after the girl in the nurse outfit ricocheted the bullet off the car and shot herself in the head oh man i i, I was enjoying that <laughs> i guy. forgot about this <laughs> hey. we got you now mike that's part of the horror you gotta root you gotta Yell at the screen for stupid people doing stupid things. That's part of the hard genre. Um, surpri- I didn't expect that. I've went out. I actually surprised myself and watched this new Hellraiser. You like this? And Sean, I, I gotta recommend stick it out, passive, because yeah, it is kind of a slow burn. Yeah. But I'm somebody who's never liked these Hellraiser movies. They went all yeah. I, they- I even the original, I, and I'm not sure what sequels I saw, but I know I've seen. At least three of the original six or seven Hellraiser. Movies. I know I've seen them too. Yeah, and I I never really liked that. So with very great trepidation, I watched this, and yeah, just like you, I was like, yeah, it's all right. this is nothing special. But one thing I really appreciate is just because the the makeup f- effects for this were way better. With oh, yeah. the original Hellraiser. You it just it felt phony to me. The all white skin on Pinhead. Mm. This one, this actually looked like demons inflicting horror. It did, to and humans. it's very gruesome. Yeah, <laughs> it, they didn't have that pale white skin no. like the originals. Uh, for the creature effects and the actual tension in this movie is actually good. 
I thought this was I actually enjoyed. It. If you're a horror fan, I would recommend Hellraiser. Okay, uh, yeah. Sean, just finish that man, movie. You two are on completely <laughs> different ends of the spectrum. I don't know who to believe. Uh, fi- fi- give it I a was, chance. I didn't finish it, so I, for, but but for what I saw, it just it just didn't do much for me. But I, the little box thing, they still fucking with that, and it turned into like a spear like thing. And I think it done that in a couple I'm other movies. I'm shocked you didn't like. I I really I was shocked. Well, you know, like. I the all the like you said the original Hellraiser weren't great. They weren't great movies. I, I remember never liked specific it. scenes. You remember when the guy, the lady was like flesh, and she was came out with like all flesh and shit. Yes. Like I just remember scenes like that. I'm like this is it's scary. But I ne- when I watch it now, I'm like ah, I'm not, I mean even in my teenage and young age, I was never scared of Hellraiser. I was just like same here. A pinhead was just a uh, he is. A, a recognizable horror icon, though he is up there. Just but, because yeah. of the look, but yeah. I never, I never liked those. And to a yeah. certain extent, I don't think any of the Friday the Thirteenth movies are classics. None of them, no. But <laughs> I, I still found really? myself enjoying those. Okay, I'll give, I'll give a, the first one. Yeah. I'll give the, I'll give the first three. Actually, three. I wouldn't call them. I, I don't know. This is. I'll put the original Halloween, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, original. Damn, you being uh, disrespectful to Jason X. <laughs> <laughs> Jason That's takes Manhattan. Terrible. <laughs> like all That's those terrible. goofy ass. Um, and I don't know the actor's name, but if I say the the movie title Joanna Man, you know what actor I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I do. I believe that was. Wait, Jason. wasn't he in Night of the Living Dead or the second one or something like that? Re- Return of the Living Dead or something like that? Yeah, he was in that. Yeah, yeah. he had a big ass yeah. Jerry Carroll. They was at a graveyard or something like yeah. that. Yes, yep, yep. He I was, was in, in the corner or something like that, and the shit went up in the fucking rain. Yeah, and because they were. The I enjoy that one a lot. I liked it too, but it was. It was, t- it I was love- it was dumb, but it was so damn entertaining to watch. So damn entertaining. The military opened some can they opened some canisters that they were shipping to the military and that they got out into the air and I love that movie to death. Yeah. But he was in, I believe, the third or fourth I I'm pretty sure it's the third one. He was in that one, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't 13th. remember him. Yeah, um, He's the one boxing Jason, ain't he? No, no that one like yeah, that was him. somebody else. Okay. He dies, I believe, in a porta potty. Yeah, Jason stabbing in, in yeah, a porta potty. Yeah, yep, yep. And uh yeah, his girlfriend in that movie had one of my biggest fears when she told him, Yeah, I can't wait for that snake to crawl up the toilet and bite you in your ass. <laughs> he gets up and looks down. But a snake crawling up the toilet while I'm sitting on the throne is one of my Works for you. Damn so. man, you got to get over there. <laughs> okay. Live in the south. But I digress. Yeah, Put, they do do that. Yeah, oh my, I will never. I will never finish finish this new Hellraiser. Right. Right. I think you'll enjoy that. It. Is very surprising. I didn't I'm, think I'm that shocking Ryan myself. was going to. Let me dog Netflix because I want to. Sean does disgracing it. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. It just looked like a. It didn't look like a good like the, the way it looked just didn't work for me. It looked like something come on. But either, sci-fi either channel. Did, yeah. but that's what the original Hellraiser looked like. They looked a little better than no, this. they didn't. They're not the best. That but. pinhead that you have in your head. Yeah, I'll take this girl and the voice they had for this girl because I had. I believe me, I thought I was going to hate this movie. I was not. Looking, <laughs> I, didn't think I never even... liked Hellraiser. The way they did this girl's voice and the way her skin and the demon skin they were trying to cause pain and eat these people's souls. Blowing the original out the water and practical effects, I, I still don't think have gotten any better than than the nineteen eighty two thing, in my opinion. So I'm not going to say it's just because of modern. There was just more of a filmmaking craft put on the creature design and the actual deaths and the actual character work here. Th- this is the best Hellraiser movie I've seen, and I've only seen this is probably the fourth Hellraiser movie I've seen out of the ten of them made. But this is the best one I've seen. I'm shocked I liked it. 
I give finish the movie. Let me know if you All have right. a second opinion. I'm shocked you like it. Yeah. I well, think let me dog a movie out that I expected to love. There's a uh, movie about Marilyn Monroe on Netflix called Blonde. Uh, have, have you guys watched that? My mom told me to watch it, and I didn't get the chance to watch it. That movie is awful. Now, if you want to s- talk about a uncomfortable experience, and shout out to Tommy, by the way, uh, listeners out there. He's got a badass hoodie on. I didn't really notice until... Uh, yeah, I told you, yeah. man. Hoodie season, man. Mm-hmm. I tell you, yeah. I got a bunch of them. In this the man's definitely getting laid tonight wearing that. Good God! <laughs> no, nah, my wife gonna be dead ass asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be spooning. I'm sorry. This, uh, I, I, I was looking. For, this is one of my more anticipated movies, just because I really feel that the lead actress, uh, Anna De Armas. Now she's sorry. the one that. She, well, for for those who are pervert like us, she was the the naked girl from um. um What's that um, Harrison Ford movie, a Blade Runner twenty forty nine or something like that? She was a hologram. Yep, she was a hologram. Yep, I remember. Yep. Yeah, I think she was in like a the movie with a Ben Affleck, Deep Water. I think she just put out. As of right now, that movie will be in my top ten at the end of the year. And of course, it, she had a really she had yet. a really nice part in um, the last uh, James Bond movie Absolutely. with uh, Daniel Craig, uh, No Time to Die. Absolutely, she, yeah. She did she's a wonderful awesome. job in that. She did a wonderful job. Yep, and she does a wonderful a, job in this. She's an up and coming star that I'm really starting to pay attention to. So they're giving her some. Some good quality roles. I'm, I'm sad that uh, Blonde didn't work, really work out, so I'll try to avoid it. It didn't, and it comes from a filmmaker by the name of Andrew Dominic, and his movies are uh, kind of either you love it or hate it. So this is the same filmmaker who made The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward uh, something for is that the one with Brad Pitt? With Brad Pitt, okay. I can understand if you didn't like it. I love that movie. I thought that movie was great. And he made a very uh, divine movie called Killing Him Softly, which I actually put on my head. Another Brad Pitt movie. Another Brad Pitt movie. Oh, and uh, if you, are, it was very slow paced, but I thought it was good. It was very. I I actually didn't like it the first time just because that was getting hyped by critics. When I sat down and watched, I was like, "Y'all are hyping this crap." But here I am, uh, late thirties at this point. I appreciate it a lot more now. I, that movie's great at, during a rewatch. And uh, there's a his one of his early movies is one of the uh, is very underrated, underseen movie called, by the name of Chopper about a guy losing his mind during during a life sentence. Uh, if you need to see what all the hype about Eric Bana was when he was trying to blow up, put the movie Chopper on your list. I don't think that that I've never heard of that movie Chopper. It's good. Eric Bana Chopper, great. That's a classic. Uh, Blonde was absolutely god awful, god awful. Um, unnecessary. Um, I do want to point out. I just want to. Sean said something that stuck with me. I didn't really get a chance to hammer home on a previous episode when you guys were cutting way more slack to that god awful Jamie Fox vampire. Why are you still <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn. I, 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 I hated that. That was that's, that is going to be on my worst movie list. But Sean made a comment that stuck with me. He was like, "Well, it was straight to Netflix, so I didn't really expect a lot." I'm not giving Netflix that pass. They got the same budget that Hollywood blockbusters work with for any movie they decide to make. They spent Netflix makes a lot of movies. A lot of movies, do. and I would argue that um, all of us. I'm a, well, a more. I'm gonna say, uh, yeah. I'm gonna put me. I'm gonna put myself in category. Most of your movie going is geared toward Netflix, so most of the stuff that you see. Outside of the theaters is usually going to be on Netflix. So you guys, just like me, love Netflix. So for Sean to just kind of denigrate their... Well, it's Netflix. I don't expect it to be as good as something in theaters. Yeah, because Netflix is probably like my third favorite streaming service right about now. Really? HBO Max is number one. Hulu is number two. 
HBO Max. They have is, a is, lot is of great quality. HBO Max is supreme. I just don't. Exp- I don't look at it like I'm going to the theater when I see someone on Netflix. I, I feel like it's a, just a little bit of a drop off for me. I, some but they, they don't. They don't want you to feel that way. No, no, no. But this, every once in a while they give you some fire like Extraction. Yeah. But every once in a while they give you like you know just some mid shit like Jamie Foxx fighting vampires during the day. It's just like okay. <laughs> yeah, I had to give y'all money to somebody. Yeah, you you giving all these uh, upgrade subscriptions to us, saying hey, it's going to be seventeen ninety nine instead of like that fourteen ninety nine. So they're trying to justify like the price jump because you know I th- they're bleeding money at this point. They're really turning into red box, but on the streaming services, they're they're running out of money. That's what I really they think. are. But in, at a time when they can't afford to, so that content needs to be good because with every company getting into the streaming industry. They're not going to have the rights to those movies that keep us entertained. So you're not going to see Forrest Gump on and Jurassic Park and all those movies that we know and love and we've seen ten times. Yeah, because a lot of that's all going these over to Peacock. Exactly, the studios that made those movies are now making their own streaming service. They took so the they can't... off there. They took Parks and Rec off there. They took a lot of stuff off Netflix. Netflix is starting to lose ground on a lot of yes. stuff that they had in their back pocket. Like, oh, people always go to Netflix just to watch The Office. Now The Office is on Peacock, so Netflix is starting to lose ground on a little bit. For sure. So their original content is more important than ever. So I, I, I'm not cutting them any slack for giving us mediocre pro- product. You're spending just as much money as these studios are that are releasing movies in the theaters. I expect the same quality, uh, and it, they're not. They haven't been delivering. Blonde was a huge dis- disappointment. On a positive side, I saw a movie starring John Hamm called Confess Fletch that came out of nowhere. I have never heard of it. I've never heard of um, it. Uh, Chevy Chase made a couple movies called Fletch uh, back in the eighties and nineties, which I never saw. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this is a uh, about a guy who's the prime suspect in his fiance's, um, uh, and, and he's a prime suspect in a murder case, and he and he's trying to work with his fiance, who's an art dealer, to pretty much get himself out of trouble, and all the cops and all the people involved. It's a murder mystery, which is one of my favorite genres of film, and it's one of the best ones I've seen. So if you need something to tide you over until this uh, Glass Onion comes out, this is one of the best murder mysteries movies I've seen. John Hamm, um, if you need to get that nasty taste he gave you in Top Gun Maverick, actually watch him in a likable role here. Uh, Confess Fletch was really good. One of my uh, big disappointment on Disney Plus, did any of you guys see uh, Werewolf by Night? I haven't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Big disappointment. Really? <laughs> Big disappointment. And Damn. this is a movie that's getting a lot of hype online. I thought I was... And if there's one positive, that Marvel theme that we see in front of all these MCU movies might be one of the best I've seen. But it's all downhill after that. I was... <laughs> this this little hour-long all right, movie don't, don't Don't spoil anything. Don't, I'm don't, not. Don't, I don't hope you guys it. enjoyed it more than me. I do want to say that... Uh, shout out. This is um, first-time director... Who's made his skin in the game being a composer? So the director of Werewolf by Night was a one of the best composers working in the movie industry. Tom, you probably know this guy's name, Michael Giacchino. Um, he is the composer behind the most recently the Batman movie. I thought the score was awesome in that. Mm-hmm. He did the music behind uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and uh, oh, nice. he was actually one of the. I believe the first person to score a Star Wars movie outside of John Williams, he was the composer uh, for 
um, Rogue One, which is a movie that ah uh, yes yes yes, yes. Uh, I I liked until probably the last half hour. The Darth Vader sequence was good in Rogue One, but them actually stealing those plans was a huge disappointment. Um, and uh, he also composed uh, my favorite Mission Impossible movie, Rogue Nation. Oh, oh, sorry, second favorite. I, I like uh, Ghost Protocol myself, but he did score Rogue Nation. There you go. Uh, but uh, yeah, big disappointment. I I really had high expectations for this, but. I'm glad to see a composer get a chance to actually make a movie. And it's pretty rare that you see a composer actually be able to shoot a movie and direct at the same time. That's never happened in my in our lifetime. Uh, disappointed because that's got a lot of good hype. Uh, lower expectations when you see that. Um, let's see here. The new Jeepers Creepers movie sucked. So if you, if this, I was if, very disappointed. If you that. think Hellraiser's bad, wait till you see this new Jeepers Creepers. I guarantee... Well, we're if, not going to watch it. That's the problem. Hey, if you guys turn your lights on on Halloween, there's going to be a little kid that has a costume on at your door that looks better than this creature in Jeepers Oh, Creepers. man. Damn. This is a god-awful, terrible movie. I Damn, that's so disappointing. Oh, it was the last so, one was bad. So I, I, I know that the, last one was god-awful. Yeah, I, I didn't make it. And the third, this is the fourth. The third one was terrible. Now, is it connected to the... The the original three that was already made, or is this like something completely different? I didn't see it, and I didn't see the third one. But if 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 give you guys any hope that you might enjoy it more than me, I never really liked the Jeepers Creepers. They came out during our high school and college years. I so loved the, the first, first one. one the first two, I, I never liked yeah. them. I, yeah, the second one was still cool. That's, A lot of people love those one, movies. First one is an absolute classic. Well, they took old boy I, at the end on the first one. I really, I was like, they oh, completely shit. fucked me up. Talking about the Mac guy yeah. from Die Hard Four. Yeah, yeah. Justin face, Long. Justin Long. Yeah, I remember they, his they face. They even had though. the song Jeepers they Creepers. They would have kept. Yeah, the second one wasn't bad, but that third one, oh my goodness, that was horrible. That was bad. I never liked the first one, and there's a certain guy or classmate of yours who I dated in high school. She loved that movie as well. I never liked it. I, so maybe you guys know That's it. why she broke up with you. <laughs> Actually, I ended with her. Okay. Uh, I can. We're not going to delve into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, whatever but, you got to tell Okay. Yourself. Bang two dudes, bang three guys. Jesus time to Christ. <laughs> All right, move on. Y'all know who I'm talking about. No, I don't. Y'all went to Guy with her. Y'all know. Sean knows who I'm I talking about. So. Yeah. We went to Guy with a lot of hussies. <laughs> <laughs> The teachers were hussies. Like, Geyer had a daycare for that. <laughs> uh, Geyer, I told my son, Geyer is that school that you see in, like, Lean on Me that they need, like, a white teacher or a principal to come save it. That's yeah. what Geyer is. Yeah. We were fucking terrible. Oh, Change um, the doors. No wonder why they changed that damn school. Yeah. You guys had some hoopers in basketball, though. Yeah, we did. So, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I, I realize I'm not that good at basketball. Once I got to Southside and I saw who y'all had a guy playing basketball, y'all had some ballers. I'm uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to you guys. Um, let me hold on one second here. Um, haven't you guys seen the movie Smile in theaters yet? I have not. I heard, that but their promo good. has been amazing. I heard it's good. I, okay, I saw a lot of good stuff about it. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet myself, but um, it's on week two right now, and it had one of the best box office holes that I've seen. It's very rare, especially in the horror movie industry, that you have a less than 50% drop from your original opening. That's a, that's pretty good. Pretty damn good. This movie had like a maybe 10% drop. So this movie opened to like 20-something million and second week made 17 million. That's insane for any genre. But in the horror movie industry, that is 
incredible. Now, is that a sign of a good movie, or is it just like a slow competition week for them? Combination of both, but that's got to be a sign of word of mouth when we have all these options on streaming. If you're making $17 million in your second week, when we have all these other diversions to look to, especially on streaming, that that's that's called good word of mouth and lack of options. Boy, you good. You talking about word of mouth about a movie called Smile? Man, you on point tonight. You on point tonight. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Boy, you, boy, you good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me see if there's anything else that I saw that I Cause – Oh, I, I big news. I've never seen anything else. One of my most anticipated um, shows coming out, Hulu – was going to adapt one of my favorite books that I read during my 20s, Devil in the White City. Um, Who's in this? Keanu Reeves was supposed to be one of the leads. Oh, yeah. I remember he dropped out of this, yeah. yes. Now, uh, I just found out after he dropped out, he wasn't actually going to play the serial killer who possibly murdered between 50 to 200 victims in the late 1800s during the Chicago World Fair. He was going to play the detective. But this is a production that's been in development for over 15 years and still has martin scorsese and leonardo dicaprio on board as producers and then they snagged keanu reeves to be one of the main stars of the show and he dropped out there's something rotten going on behind that property i i really to this day i feel if martin scorsese would have directed this movie and leonardo dicaprio would have starred as this as the serial killer We'd have seen something that we'd be mentioning with uh, the Goodfellas and the Departeds and uh, all the Scorsese classics. This is a property I want to see done right. I'm sad to see it's falling apart again. This has been ongoing for 15 years. Uh, that was a little disturbing for me. Uh, real quick rundown. Troubling MCU. Avengers Secret Wars just recently got delayed six months. Oh, yeah, and they pushed back a lot of money. I heard they delayed Blade. They d- delayed yeah. Blade. The streak of bad vampire movies continues in 2022. Uh, Blade's director quit. And uh, that's... That, what are they going to say? Creative differences? Like they say in divorces? Like irreconcilable <laughs> exactly. differences? Exactly. Like come on, man. Tell us. Like the it, studio got involved. They didn't want you to make the movie that you wanted to make. And now you're pissed. It's, it's, it's it. And if they were... If, if MCU had a PG-13... Blade movie coming out. Shame on you. Shame they on you. Better not. That'd be like the worst damn movie. There, ever there's seen in my there's life. no way. And unfortunately, uh, there is probably a younger generation who did not have the exposure to Blade one and two that we had. And if they're on streaming, more than likely they're just gonna see Blade Three pop up. But um please, I implore if you've never seen Blade One or Two, go back and watch that. And if there's any hope left Marisha Ali, you're one of the best actors out here. Please, just drop out. Kevin Feige, pull a dump truck full of money over to Wesley Snipes' house. <laughs> I want to see an, I want to see a 50-year-old Blade in this MCU. I don't want... Oh, you're trying to get the multiverse <laughs> kicked off. Yeah, <laughs> kick it off, baby. Kick it off. I want to see 50-year-old Blade. Bring that dump truck to Wesley. I want... I, they can't. I, they wasted all their money hey, trying to get Hugh I, Jackman. I, I hear you, but just like Hugh Jackman... Just like Robert Downey Jr., I'll even throw Chris Evans in there. You can never recast these characters. Wesley Snipes is Blade, in my opinion, in that same. Wesley Snipes is Blade. He's he's Blade. So yeah, yeah. maybe yeah yeah maybe it. Uh, Marshall Ali would be good. It's not going it, to. I be- think it can work because I trust 
Mahershala Ali as an actor. I, I do. do. I do think that he is a very talented actor that can pull something like that off. And you know, I said the same thing about you know recasting Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. They pulled it off. Not Andrew uh, Garfield. I'm talking about Tom Holland. Tom Holland is a great Spider Man. I, 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 I hear opinion. you, but. I'm not, and plus, Wesley Snipes is too fucking old, man. He, them kicks ain't gonna land the same. <laughs> it's it's true, but you could play into that and still make a good movie. Yeah, I, mean, like I remember Wilson the f- trying to make an action movie, man. It's gonna be like five cuts for one punch. But still, um, we saw at a certain point Liam Neeson was the best action star we had in the world. I mean, what he, does that say about our action uh, stars? But it, it was. I, I still <laughs> believe that I believed him in Taken in the Gray. I still taken in the gray and like a like a, a walk among the tombs. He he did have like a he's nice. Good, he had he a nice. He was bad. He was for he was, and that's very he made a run all night. They run run all night or something. I, I like that one too. I think that's one where his where the one with um the, the dude, dude that played RoboCop. RoboCop. Yeah, yep. That was a pretty good one. Okay, he had a pretty good streak, but after a while, he just he got too old, man. He got too old. He. You you don't need a stunt double to run, man. Like, that should have been natural. <laughs> I think he was just collecting paychecks. Because, yeah. yeah, in the right hands, he still could have been a badass in all these movies. I just think he was just, hey, $20 million for this? Sure, why not? I know it's going to suck, but, yeah, I got bills to pay. I wouldn't mind seeing Wesley making, like, an appearance in, like, a multiverse kind of thing where they kind of, like, bouncing around the different, like, uh, universes and they happen to see Blade there for a hot second. I'm not mad at that kind of cameo. I'm not sure what the hell they're going to do with Hugh Jackman. They say they're not going to erase what happened in Logan, so I'm kind of interested in what they're doing as far as jumping back, you know, into. The I don't timeline. know how that's going to work with this new Deadpool. Well, because they, in the Logan one, that movie was like based in like 20, like 49 or something like that. So they put that in the far future, so we can right. like live independently now and like the time that we're in. So I can see how it would work, but you didn't want that last image of Logan to like be fucked up by bringing him back now because you're panicking. I feel like they're panicking when they start bringing back like their stars who's supposed to retire their roles, and now you suddenly you bringing him back. Right, that is a panic fucking move. That's like the Palpatine move of we don't know what the fuck we're doing with Star Wars. Just bring Palpatine back. Like, don't fucking do that, man. Use your damn brains. That, that's all I'm gonna say. Like, I kind of love it, but I kind of hate it at the same time. It was like because they fuck this up, they're gonna ruin how Logan looks to me. And I don't want that. I hear you, but hey, we still got X two to watch. We could always watch X Men Two United. It's a flawless. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie so much. Even X Men Days of uh, Future Past, I I love that one. That's equally. a classic. Oh fuck yeah! That Before we great. move on, I I watched a podcast the other day and they said that um the dude was talking about vampire movies. Did you know that they consider I Am Legend a vampire movie? What they consider them vampires? That's what uh, I yeah, thought. That's they definitely zombie. They movie. got them in the vampire category. Oh, it's because they can't go out in the sun. Yeah, and they. But that's uh, one person's podcast. No, 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 no. They, if, I, I think, if you look up the highest selling vampire movies, I think they got I Am Legend as number one. I on whose list? Sure. I, I, I'm just saying, like, it's not a particular. But list. how I'm do they saying. figure that they're an actual vampire? I they, don't they know. Don't bite I'm not, I'm not saying. It. I, I just think I was just weird. Like the people, some people. I'm not saying it's a vampires that look like yeah. zombies. I'm like yeah. fucked up. Yeah. That, that's I thought they movie. were zombies for real, but they said they were vampires. I was crazy. That goes in the zombie and I think apoc- post apocalyptic category. The book. I mean, me and my buddy Clint was talking about. It. He said there's a book that said that they. They were vampires too. Like the original book of I Am Legend. Yeah, I think they were. He said that from his words, he said they were considered vampires. 
It's on, they might be the right. Only, the yeah. only thing that had them going on that that little theory was just they couldn't go out in the sun. Yeah, they couldn't go out in the sun. They, if they bit but, you, you, they, you turn into which one is of them. technically a zombie, but that basically that's it was the same too. zombies from like World War Z. Yeah, yeah. But the only difference is they can go out in the sun. Yeah, so yeah, true. okay, that's a stretch. It's a nice theory. I'm I interested. I never thought of that. I, yeah, when I watched it, I never thought. Of I vampire. thought they were just uh, some in some sort of zombie. That's what I looked at. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Okay, that's 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 an interesting one. Yeah. All right. Aside from that, did we miss any other news? Can we, we talk about Wakanda Forever real quick? I, I I was hoping we can get to that. Shit. So do we have time for that? Because I am getting close to my bedtime. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm old ass man. Let's do our uh, our hidden gems real quick. Which I'm just going to tell you mine. Um, for the night I had you guys remember Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman? Yeah, did you? I got you that. Liked as, it? I liked it. No, oh, the only God. thing that was good about it was Kate Beckinsale's fine ass. She was in there. So I liked fine. the Doctor Jekyll. I'm Mr. not Hyde. saying it was a great movie, but I liked it. Like, I barely uh, remember that movie. Doctor Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was in that movie. Yeah, he was huge. Remember they were fighting in that big tower. He was. Uh, I haven't seen it in like ten years. I I saw it in the theater. That's the only time I saw it, and I. I did not like that it. That movie grossed a lot, too, as far as a, a vampire right. movie, or I guess you call it a vampire movie. But I liked Hugh Jackman uh, as uh, as an actor, so I, I watched it, and I kind of enjoyed it. I'm not saying it's great. It was kind of like I, one of those things, like yeah. where, like I saw how Robert Downey Jr. was doing Iron Man for so long. Yeah. To see him do another movie in between them yeah. was very weird. Seeing, I was like, like, why are Wolverine out here hunting <laughs> with his Vampire. long ass hair and shit? Yeah. Where's his claws? That leather hat's not gonna. It was me. funny. It was a good time to me. I thought it was. Uh, it's, it's I thought a, it was an interesting take on pleasure. Van Helsing. But, yeah, he but was still, it's kind of like uh, it wasn't my favorite movie. No, he CGI was, overload. He's definitely, but for the time it came out in like '04, you know, it was. Now wait, what streaming services on? I need, uh, need to watch it Hulu. This on, I think it's on Hulu. Man, you are really on your Hulu bench right Hulu, now. This is getting me Hulu by getting all your damn money. They are, they are. So I think it's on Hulu. Van Helsing, give that a try. I haven't seen this with Hugh Jackman and uh, Kate Beckinsale. I yep. think. Yeah. So yeah, give that one a try. I like it. They might not like it, but it, it, it's not a perfect movie. But it's a nice little Halloween theme. It's cool so, to watch yeah. once and then just yeah. be done with it yeah. for the rest of your life. Van Helsing is kind of like uh, he, he just goes around and killing like all the. You know werewolves and hunchback of Notre, Notre Dame and uh-huh. uh, stuff like that, and he takes on Dracula finally. Finally, so okay. now that took me by surprise, Sean. I didn't expect Van Hell. Oh man, yeah. I'm gonna take that, your word for it. I'm gonna give it another chance. I remember. It's, not it's, I'm it not saying it's great. I just think it's a good. It's hidden. I don't know it's if it was hidden. a gem. It's, it's, it's like it's a it's a, it's a cubic that zirconia. That had a lot of hype, man. Yeah, it did, made, and it I, made I a lot of money. It got butts in the seats. Apparently, it, it was well. Hot. He had a really big name, and yeah. like Kate Beckinsale, like she was coming off like the. What's the um, underworld? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like she had a nice little streak going for her too. So yeah, putting them two in the movie is kind of like this to put two sexy people together on the screen. Oh, yeah. Just make some yeah. money off of it. I yeah. get it. I, I get. I it. guarantee if Brendan Fraser's Mummy series were not huge hits, we never would have saw that version of Van Helsing. We never would have saw it. Like oh yeah, let's make another version of. The, let's put heavy CGI creatures in here. <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I remember I not liking just, that movie. I'll I give was, another chance. No, that I'm, might be worth a revisit. I might like it more. I have to watch it again, but based on what I remember, it was just <laughs> I, I paid to see that in the theater. I did too. Yeah. Well, oh. that's the point of being a savant. You go yeah. to the theater just to watch it, <laughs> yeah. just so you get like a good like movie theater experience. Like, yeah, we suckers. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah, I, I, I remember Van Helsing. I remember him from Bram Stoker's Dracula. This was not the same Van Helsing. Okay. So, yeah. all right, now my hidden gem this week, I believe it's on Hulu. I'm, 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 all right, I'm mad that I'm supporting Hulu. I'm going with Sean's name for this yeah, week. Hulu, but Hulu is getting a lot of my damn streams this this past week. 
So I'm going to give you guys a nice little family film for Halloween Ooh. to get y'all going, and that movie is Monster House, a movie that me, okay. a movie that me and my family watch religiously every year since they were kids. It's nice. It's funny. It has like some heartfelt moments to it. I think Nick Cannon had like a voice in here as like one of the cops, and they. Nick, Nick Cannon was like being funny in a movie that you don't ever hear that since before. But Nick Cannon was actually pretty damn good in the voice acting he did in this movie, and I actually really enjoyed watching this movie with my family. So if you not you guys need a nice little family film to watch, if you don't want to go Nightmare on Elm Street or Exorcist because y'all pussy, whatever, go ahead and watch this nice little family film, Monster House. On Hulu right now under the Huluween umbrella. Yeah. If you want to go over over to that hub, and go so ahead and scroll over. So I know before we, uh, if you get on YouTube, you could watch Ernest Scared Stupid too if you want. That's, all, nah, that's yeah. a classic. Yeah, that's for free on YouTube for free. You gotta get nice. past the ads, but they have Ernest Scared Stupid with uh, okay. I Ernest. I know I've Jim seen that Bernie. movie over five. <laughs> I just watched it last night. I was like, oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I got this stupid. cup of milk. You didn't think I could get some no, this time it was, of year? Uh, Miak. Miak. Yeah. That's right. Miak. Yeah. <laughs> We should have my kids and me like watch those movies. Like Terrible. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest was hooping in one of them. Ernest hoops or Ernest plays that slam dunk. Ernest or something. Yeah, I had remember Juana the Juana man. Had Juana man dude Holy in it. Shit, yeah, that was yeah, that yeah. might that, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, that was if you bad. got Juana man in the movie, that's gonna yeah. suck. That's up for life. Uh, but yeah, true, uh, true. He was yeah. good in that. He was really uh, good. yeah. God rest his soul, Jim. Oh, no, Verney, and, uh, he uh, died in real life. Yeah, he passed away. Long. What? Who did? Jim Verney been gone for a while. Oh, Jim Verney. I thought you were talking about Juana. Oh Man. no, no, no. Jim, I, I, yeah, same, I yeah. think he died in like two thousand. Yeah, maybe? he died in two thousand. Yeah. yeah, he had a cancer, uh, lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, rest yeah. in peace. Um, oh, that that being said, hold on, because damn, I I hate my bad memory because I believe somebody else. Just passed away recently. Uh, who's the murder she wrote? Uh, oh, um, yeah, murder Elizabeth. She, uh, uh, something like that. Like um, uh, murder she wrote and um, uh, Angela Lansbury. Yeah, Angela Lansbury. Yep. Yeah, I, she just recently passed. That like this past week. So, lady uh, right there. Yeah. yeah. So for all y'all out there, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I think we all been bombarded with watching one of these murder she wrote episodes mm-hmm. at your grandma's house yep. because it was damn near religious saying like at my house either cubs baseball or in the heat of the night it was, <laughs> was on the tv so <laughs> yeah. that. He didn't, he didn't yeah murder she wrote it was definitely one of those landmark shows i think it had like at least 10 seasons that show did not go off the air at all like when the news went off it's like murder she wrote in like infomercials or something like that but yeah uh angela lansbury rest in peace Great legacy that you left behind. I just want to put that out there. So yeah, guys, go give her a she tribute. Ninety six years old. She lived a long man, life. A yeah. long life. Wasn't cheated at all. No, and neither neither were we. So, oh, and I'll pass this off to you, Ryan. What you got for a hidden gem this week? Appreciate it. Uh, quick question: Did you ever see Monster House in the theater? I did not. I wait. No, I'm lying. I saw it at Cinema Girl. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, R. I. P. to Cinema Girl. The only movie I've ever seen there was the original Anchorman, and I had a blast. I kind of regret I didn't go there more. I, I went saw, there a lot. They got a lot of my money. I saw me, myself, and Irene there. <laughs> that was probably a great yeah, time. Yeah, I really watched Twilight good. there. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. I, now, on. would you put Twilight in a vampire That's category? a vamp. That's obviously a vampire. It's vampire, werewolves, whatever I don't, else you want to put I, in there. I, I just, uh, so lovey-dovey. It's not what I think of. I think of a vampire movie. I guess it is, but... It's vampires a vampire. They're out in the day and good shit. Vamp- yeah. I really think that sequel is one of the worst movies ever. That Breaking Dawn was 
Wait, wait, hold on. You mean the a second new one? moon? A new moon was one of the worst that, movies I've ever seen. It was seen by in my life. far the worst out of all those Twilight. Of all the ones that I had to sit through with my wife. Now, I'll admit it out loud. Oh, Maybe God. one or two Don't of do them. It. One or two of them. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. bad. <laughs> oh God! Okay. No. You know, I've been I've been dragged to a lot of movies because my wife definitely said, "Hey, you've been dragging me to a bunch of movies. You got to come watch some of my shit." Yeah. So I got my. You know, like Fifty Shades of Grey and all I that other too. shit. Yeah, like uh, was Twilight was definitely in there. Damn near anything that's religious based, I had to go see any country movie, like any romantic <laughs> comedy. Definitely had to go watch it. So yeah, it was. It's a nice balance in the relationship. So Lacey, my wife, I understand the pain that we put y'all through watching oh. a lot of these movies that y'all don't care about. You just want to come to the movie and cuddle up with us. Her shit don't count because she go to sleep. So I'm gonna start going to sleep. Well, that every is such stuff. a waste of money. I know, a man. big waste. And then she want to go. You didn't ask me to go. You just gonna go to sleep. You know. So like you can sleep here. I know. Shit. Damn it. Damn. I can save my damn twelve dollars. That's just that's that, that just background noise for her. That's all it is. Put or maybe she sleep. needs like the ambiance of like the theater to yeah, put her to sleep. Yeah, she could. She fights it something. I give her credit. She falls asleep at Black Panther. She ain't never coming out oh, with us. <laughs> Ever again? You can, I'm gonna have to get her a couple energy drinks, Doctor Pepper. I mean, I'm gonna hire somebody that's a flasher with a flashlight to wake her ass up. Especially in that theater with the seats that lean back and recline, that is game over right there. And it'll know, be so. like it'll be closer to winter time. They're gonna keep the heat on, yeah, man. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. in like a nice little slumber. You start getting food in your belly. She's no, if out. I hear if I hear snoring, I'm kicking her out. <laughs> like lazy, get out. You violated. Yeah. Oh, what you got, Ryan? Yeah, what you got for our hidden gem this week? I'm about to get right to it, and I'll make it real quick. Just want to bring up two things. Uh, Monster House is freaking awesome. It is. And I've always heard that that was one of the best movies to see in 3D that you could possibly watch. That's I didn't even know it came out in 3D. It did. If that I, was in the 3D era? It was. Damn. And there was a lot of hype saying, see this in 3D. And it wasn't targeted to me, so it was a pleasant surprise when I actually saw it when it came on video. That movie's hilarious, actually. I've really enjoyed that. Uh, I kind of and I can kind of see why that works in 3D. I, I'm asking a favor, in case you, you listeners don't know, uh, the heart and soul of this podcast is Mr. Tommy here. Um, we got to start off this with kind of forever next week. I'm asking a favor. Hopefully, everything goes safe with my business trip, and we're I'm here for next Wednesday. We need to talk about what kind of forever because I've. Of the There's a lot to be broken. Hundreds down. of trailers that I've seen, I've never had an emotional response where I was actually fighting back tears watching two minutes of footage for a movie to come out. And I don't know. I definitely cried when I watched the Logan uh, trailer when it came out some years ago. It now the mood of that one because I think they played like the Johnny Cash. Um, yeah, I was like, oh shit, they got my. See, they I, got me. They I got knew me. that was going to be Hugh Jackman's last Wolverine movie, which apparently. He's changed no, course and it's not. No, I hear, I just heard rumors that this Black Panther 2 happened during the blip, happened during the snap. I, I did put a lot of that together. If we yeah. ever, I, I want to break this down because I have yeah. a lot of yeah. like theories and thoughts on like right. what the certain scenes mean and like the time frame that they're in. But yeah, I, I definitely saw some stuff in those trailers. I was like, oh, that must have happened during this time. Yeah. This happened during yeah. that time. It yeah. makes a lot more sense why they're talking this way. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll break all that down next week. I, I promise okay. we're not going to skirt, skirt past this at all. But yeah, just for a second time tonight, I just think we're running out of time. And I hear you, and that's partly my fault. Sorry, guys, uh, with everything going on. Thanks for waiting to start the show, by the way. No, no we, we start Sorry, together. listeners, for yeah. being late. 
every other week on the show, by the way. Um, <laughs> every other week. <laughs> every week, yeah. I remember one day you was kind of on time. I was like, God damn. Like, yeah, it was like, an accident. <laughs> he, he drove away and came back. Like, God damn it. <laughs> He's over-exaggerated. <laughs> He's like, horrible. <"Hold> <laughs> the sun's still up? Fuck, I'm early. Yeah. Well, right. Let me circle the block real quick. <laughs> I'm going to take you all to the bottom of the barrel. Y'all been talking about HBO Max and Hulu's. Just so happens that what you about to bring up crackle? <laughs> <laughs> Even worse, we're talking about Tubi here. Damn, I ain't there, never used Tubi. I got it, I. but I don't watch a damn thing. Either have I've never watched Tubi, but I've heard some terrible things. And some of my favorite times visiting Twitter is when they're dogging the movies that are on Tubi. So yeah, if you think the straight to video filmed in in the backyard of somebody's house in the hood uh, is bad. Apparently, Tubi has all those movies that that fan base has. But um, in picking my hidden gem tonight, I found out unless you're willing to go on Amazon and buy it on DVD, this is the only streaming service that has it. Um, 1990 movie called I Come in Peace. Ooh, I remember that. With yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Why does that sound familiar? It's an alien movie. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. an alien movie. And uh, it was an alien in Houston, Texas, who was sucking brain matter mm-hmm. out of primarily female victims. When anybody seen it, who has not seen it, I don't want to spoil anything for you. But um, yeah, uh, there's also I'm gonna kind of cheat a little bit, give you another hidden gem on. T- if hope it's on HBO Max since I don't have a subscription. Like, you remember Psycho Sid, the wrestler? Yeah, yeah I do. He, he does kind of look, look like he that. He kind of looked like you remember the blonde wrestler. I remember Psycho Sid. Sid. I told remember Psycho Sid. Sid. Yeah, and I can't think yeah. of that actor's name in this movie who played that alien. But, uh, yeah, Dolph Lundgren plays a cop in Houston. He has to start working with an FBI agent. That FBI agent who uh, he has to work with is a guy who never broke out in Hollywood, but he's great in this movie. His name is Brian Ben-Ben. I'm not making up. His last name is Ben, B-E-N, Ben, B-E-N, Ben-Ben. That's his last name. But he actually uh, had was a starring role in one of the best shows that came on HBO. And if uh, there's a top 10 list for HBO shows who revolutionized the TV industry, um, Brian Bittman starred in that. And it's a uh, TV show that came on in from 1990 to 1996 called, oh crap, Dream On. There we go, Dream On. About a guy in his 30s living in Manhattan as, a, uh, as an editor in the newspaper in the dating world and they would pretty much intercut his inner thoughts with old tv shows it is absolutely genius they would (laughs) all his nasty thoughts during the dating life and dealing with adult life were intercut with perfectly timed clips from classic classic tv shows so i implore you if you're somebody like me that worships at the altar of the hbo original series we're talking about the wire we're talking about Game of Thrones. We're talking about Oz. We're talking about Boardwalk Empire. Dream On is in that top ten list for one of the and Sopranos is on that list by the way as well. Top ten HBO shows. This is a Dream true on. hidden gem. That coming piece. Coming piece. Yeah, a true hidden gem. It's hidden for me. Four million dollars in the box office. I didn't. I'm yeah. surprised it made that. I you swear. just looked that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I never. I didn't. I'm surprised that. I thought it was straight to. Uh, HBO. Yeah, I, I didn't even know. Too. I didn't even know it got a theatrical release. This was yeah, I remember this. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I was kind of inspired. Um, you know, I think all of us have had that experience where we see a movie 
in with somebody for the first time and it makes it more special because of the person you saw it with be it a friend or family member some movies we kind of boost up just because of the experience we had when we saw it initially and just want to give a shout out to my family as well who keeps me going every day because um yeah my older brother um led me to see this movie with um this my hand jim once again it's called i come in peace Buy it on DVD for all you cult film fans out there. It's worth a purchase. If you got a Tubi subscription and you're tired of watching all these damn hood movies, watch <laughs> I Come in Peace. It Less is an absolute classic. It's a, it's a great action thriller, and uh, it still holds up really good today. But, yeah, um, I just want to say that my brother introduced me to Dream On and this movie I'm mentioning with the star uh, Brian Ben-Ben. It is absolutely great. I was, it, the lead star is Dolph Lundgren when he was on top of the world. Um, I use my dad's Xfinity account all the time, so when I log on to watch movies on X, or TV shows or movies on Xfinity, it shows me recently watched. And uh, outside of all the damn westerns and John Wayne movies and World War II movies my dad watched, it looks like within the past uh, month he made the time to watch Creed. Then I saw he watched Creed Two that actually had Dolph Lundgren in it. And uh, that's the kind of movie I kind of wish I would have saw with my dad as well because uh, that movie is definitely, um, if you need respect on what it takes to be a father figure and the importance of having a father figure, uh, Creed 1 and 2 really hammers that home. It, it's all, Those movies are classics. And I kind of wish I would have been able to see that movie uh, with my dad in theaters and at the same time, honestly. And, yeah, uh, it's kind of the reason, it's uh, real quick on a tangent, yeah, I, that's kind of why I'm kind of veered towards Steven Spielberg movies because um, he even, uh, you can see in all his movies, his parents' divorce really had an impact on him growing up. And that was the case with me as well. So, yeah, my dad would see me every other weekend. Us going to movies was a big deal for me. I kind of wish. Yeah, same one, here. Really? Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a real big deal for me. And, yeah, that divorce wasn't. I think all three of us, our parents are our heroes. All three of us respect our parents a yeah. great deal. So that was devastating for me. But, yes, uh, Tubi Watchers, if you're listening, hey, you got a hidden gem tonight. You get to turn off that shit you're watching about the girl smacking her baby daddy. Give I Come in Peace a chance. See one of the best action movies of the 90s. It's good. Damn, that. Man, you really dug at the bottom of the barrel on that one. <laughs> it I sounds never like heard it, of that shit before. But that is a true hidden gem. Uh, it was originally supposed to be called Dark Angel, but there was a movie in production with the same name at the time. And uh, I, what's that movie that had the girl from the Cosby Show and Mickey Rourke? And, um, um, Angel Heart? Angel Heart, yeah. They were scared. <laughs> they were scared. Yeah, because that sex scene, it was like, yeah, you can't come bring your ass back over <laughs> to NBC. Yeah, yeah, you're not coming back. <laughs> on go to Skinamax yeah, with yeah, that bullshit. For sure. For sure. Yeah, there was rumors about that. Uh, and, yeah, Dark Angel was a comic book property. They were trying to get off the ground. James Cameron was trying to get that made for the longest. Uh, so it came out in America as I Come in Peace everywhere. Outside the United States, it was called Dark Angel. But I Come in Peace, 1990, Dolph Lundgren. You will not be disappointed. Very good movie. All right. Thank you for that one, man. Now, Jim, it's nice to be back in the regular format again. Mm-hmm. Now, I do look forward to our, our Wednesdays to record podcasts. I want to say you gentlemen have been doing an amazing job lately. Oh, yeah. Man, Ryan, 
fucking Snapple Facts Encyclopedia over here. Constantly know everything about every movie ever been made. Man, I don't know how you fit all nah, that into you that got, brain. You, you, you guys uh, surprise me all the time as well. All right. Well, let's, let's take us out with some St. John, man. I'm feeling like in like a little, little bit of an R&B mood right now. Take it nice and smooth. And Ryan, I want you to listen to these lyrics, man, because I be thinking about you when I be hearing some of this stuff sometimes. And if it hits home, just let it let it hit. I might Maybe need this I month. should not be drinking before you ask me just how I feel. Maybe I should not be drinking before I speak my mind. That's not ideal. Yeah, I gotta go. You call me an alcoholic. <laughs> That's what you got. <laughs> I was like, man, like he need to think about what he's saying sometimes. I hear you. I hear you. I, I, I know. I know that that devil woman of yours, man. She's been putting you into these predicaments like every week after week. I was like, man, like as soon as you get that energy out of your life, man, life is a little you. bit better. I should have done a little long bit. time ago. Uh, all the warning signs were there. I more than anything, it's my fault for letting Carrie on put me in this, in this position. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep fighting a good fight. Oh, Family and friends, I'm going to keep fighting a good fight. Oh, man. It, it's like that sometimes. Life just finds a way to kick you. But like what Rocky say, man, it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. Get up, keep get moving up. forward. One step, one punch, yep. one round at a time. Man, Rocky should just be a motivational speaker for everybody in America. That's serious. Man, he, I would, man, you know how invincible I'd be, man, if Rocky was in my corner talking me through life, man? <laughs> yeah. I'd be fucking Batman oh, by you now. Can beat anybody. Yeah, oh, heck yeah. Oh, man, I can defeat anybody. Oh. Remember why you're climbing those stairs now. Exactly. Now, thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of Cinemax Avance. Go out and watch a movie this weekend. Remember to look us up on Facebook, Instagram. Remember to like and subscribe. Share this episode with somebody you think is going to enjoy us. And you know, We'll catch you guys next week, man. Gentlemen, have a good week. All right, you too. Appreciate it. All y'all take care. All right, good night.